Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Kia ora and welcome to Mixed Bag where we review the mixed, muddled, meh and motel management films of film history. I'm Cassandra. I'm James. And I'm Matt. Well, this is a big disrespect to the Lux Atlantic in <laughs> no. their rating as a, as a accommodation. Yeah, they've been downgraded, unfortunately. They're now just a motel. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, is that what you did, motel? Yeah. yeah. Well, look, hotel doesn't start with M. <laughs> no, it's M. Yeah, I mean, there's not a ton of options for this one. There no. are a lot, actually. With, with, oh. You know, okay. Adams, they had a few. McAdams, Murphy. Murphy. Miami. Oh, yeah. Midnight plane to Florida. <laughs> you know, like a plane sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Famously. I guess V is the optimum Vroom. sound. Yeah. yeah. Vroom. Moo is, a, is famously a cow. We have that one. Hey, man. We took that one cows already. cows use as vehicles. Mm. You know, horses really get the, the dew. The neigh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, how are we doing? Doing good. Doing, doing good. good. We're it's discussing a fine sounds. winter day. We're out here in our onomatopoeia era. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, honestly, Not a bad, uh, you know, album name. It's truly, like, once you learn what onomatopoeia is, you're just like, ah, oh, it's so powerful. I know. Because it's a long word, and you can really, like, pull it out. And there's no shortening of it. It's I'm not surprised just no no character has been named that. You Why know? is onomatopoeia called onomatopoeia? Because it's Greek. Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that we just said that together. That's yeah, great. It's Greek. Um, it's all Greek to me. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Talking of Greek things, um, no, I don't think we, <laughs> don't have, think we any, have anything that we, we can been watching my from big there. Fat Greek wedding We have not. We saw soon. the trailer, uh, but no. <laughs> oh, my big fat Greek wedding three coming yeah. up. Which friend of the pod, Lucas Neal, is very keen to see. Uh, 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 and let's transition into talking about popcorn in general. Pop, 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 popcorner. We're getting better and better. Yeah. This is just so smooth and sleek. <laughs> I know. So this is non non clumsy. Yeah, this is the first time, listeners, that we're actually hearing these sounds. Ourselves. I said specifically, James, we don't need to comment on that. The listeners don't care. No, but so he's we, brought it up because he's yeah. really we've enjoyed ourselves because the reason why I wanted to bring it up is that we did this for the first time at our live event. So technically it's the second time then. It's the second time and we're in season two now. Like this is <laughs> this season two. Because I James had to... had to do that so that our episodes would stop getting hidden. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well like there were some dramas with I Spotify, see. some episodes were missing. And it turns out on our host account uh, you had the option of categorizing like season one, season two and which episodes are full and which ones are our weird bonus ones. I went through and tidied those all up. And so from 100 and, 101 onwards, um, we're in season two. So we're in season two, Welcome yeah. Welcome to season two yeah. of Mixed Thank Bad. You. Yeah. Changing. What I wanted to say, though, is on that Twilight episode, Patrick Barnes loaded up a file so that we could just play all the audio clips. And thanks to him doing that, it has inspired me. So we're, we've got a bit of a swisher. So we're hearing the sounds live. Great. Yeah. And the men afterwards. Cool. Yeah. No, uh, it's important. It's sound stuff, and you know, sound doesn't always get shouted out. So, shout out to Patrick. Thank okay. you. Okay. What do we have for popcorn? Yeah, who wants to go? Matt, you go oh first. My God. They all turn. Um, since honestly, peek behind the curtain, it's been a week since we last recorded. It has. Yeah. Our first episode of the new season, mm-hmm. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, not a lot of culture has been consumed. 
um, what I have been consuming. I did start watching Siren. Um, survive the recommendation. I know, and mm. it's really fun. So second that, I think the only other big thing that I saw was uh, I, f- I watched Big Hero 6. Um, and in my head, I thought San Francisco was going to figure more into it. I was like, the iconic, the, the mythical. The I was like, know? I love the idea of San Francisco because... What a perfect combination! Mm. Uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't there for very much, and the the, the movie itself was fine. It was okay. It's cute. It's, I remember it's, liking yeah. it. Like, and oh, Baymax is cute. Good film. Yeah. yeah, the brother that's right being inspired yeah. by him. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So it was okay. Yeah. And uh, not much more to say about it. Didn't hate it. It's a perfectly good it. film. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that's how yeah. I would describe yeah. it. Would you see a sequel? Oh, well, it depends on the reviews. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be queuing up. Yeah. Remember how The Incredibles was the hugest film, and The Incredibles too. Oh my god! Made bank at the box office, but I don't know if its cultural footprint I is. No, absolutely not. I feel like too. Monsters I I University did. made more of an impact as far as sequels slash pre. Mm, go. I also didn't yeah. see pre- Monsters University. I'm curious, have you seen it? No, Monsters U. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Monsters U. <laughs> Monsters U. Um, the iconic. Maybe it's a mixed bag. The, the thing about Big Hero Six, you mentioned The Incredibles. Their aunt, Aunt Cass, actually looks like Mrs. Incredible to me. Their white aunt. Oh, in in Big Hero Six. Yeah. Oh, Who okay. runs the bakery? Maybe cafe. it's maybe it's part of the, maybe it's the same universe. same girl, same girl. Yeah. Or the same body that they used from yeah. the animation. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, they exactly. reuse the the um, shape. And just to throw something out there, I mean. Uh, I'm listening to, uh, I'm I'm going back to listening to one of my long loves, The Carpenters, recently. Oh, Because I love nice. them. Yeah. I'm coming out of my Lana Del Rey era ever since her last album came out. Um, did you know there's an ocean? There's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard. I've been, like, just listening to her again. Um, and then Mik- Mitski's going to drop new music, so I'll be listening to that. But right now, I'm in my Ken Carpenter era again. Love that for me. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm going to jump through with some stuff which we had been doing prior to just this week, um, but I just hadn't had a look in on the podcast yet. Mm. So I want to shout out the video game Dredge, which James and I have been playing a lot of. Yeah, uh, we fantastic. finished it up now, I think. Well, I haven't finished it. I've, I, I mean, like, I've, I, we've both gotten to the ending of the game. Endings? But you can, to the different endings of the game. But you can go back and then just, like, keep trying to, you know clock it or whatever so i'm still in that mode at this point um this is a game by a new zealand studio which is really cool Mm. um yeah made a local game uh and you are a uh fisher person that (laughs) goes out onto the uh haunted seas of a small area um sailing from island to island catching weird uh mutant fish and normal fish but a lot of them are weird mutant fish and upgrading your ship uh and trying to solve the mystery of why this area of the ocean is so haunted by monsters Um, it's great it's a lot of fun um yeah the sort of the design is really beautiful Um, lots of cool characters on the islands yeah it's very evocative storytelling with minimal kind of there's like no dialogue or anything Mm. um it's quite calming activity as well like Mm. it is like a fishing game but it's I don't find it boring at all. You know? Well, shots fired to all the fisher people. <laughs> I mean, there. fishing doesn't excite me. Well, fishing, massively. fishing in video games is also often quite like uh, annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like fishing mechanics, oh my God. fishing mini games can 100%. be really annoying. Yeah. Um, and so like they've the done Stardew a good... Valley experience is like, oh, yeah. it's my least favorite part. Like at a certain point, you learn how to do it, but like you know, it's, yeah. yeah. Animal Cross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas here, like yeah, they've they've found a way to make little mini games for the fishing things, which are generally pretty easy to do, though the 
dredging minigame, I still struggle with. James sometimes has had to come out and help me. That's alright. It makes very loud sounds when you fuck it up, and yeah. it stresses me out. So if you don't know what dredging is, um, it's to pull up from the yeah. bottom of the Pulling ocean. Pulling up the, the jewels and other artifacts that you yeah. find amongst the shipwrecks. Yeah, but it's wicked. Great it's game. Available really on, fun. We've been playing it on Switch, but I think it's on PC as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. Strongly recommend. Yeah, and it's quite... It's it's not too short, but it is like a, a pretty short game. Yeah, it's not one that feels like gigantic. Open. It's like enough of a world that you can go and try to explore all these unmarked islands, but also you you can explore all of them. It's not like so huge that it's going to be hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of your time. Yeah. Um, which is kind of nice if you're a person that likes playing video games, but also doesn't have the time commitment to sort of settle down on like a, you know zelda level like <laughs> um mm. huge huge world which oh, yeah. i i don't yeah yeah i mean that tears w- of the kingdom oh, I, I still want to play it but i'm waiting for a sale we um, have them we have them on our switch i just don't have the time just to play yeah. games at the mall but i hope i can't wait to see what these creators do next like yeah. whether it's dredge 2 because it is really like really uh what's the word um traveled over like crossed over in terms of an international traveled over it traveled over did a red eye over it's, it's like yeah. when you um when you know the assignment yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about dredge eye that's kind of that's the sequel that's my experience like just saying slightly off aphorism yeah um yeah or whatever new game they want to be working on i'm keen to see it yeah and the other thing that james and i've been doing is watching the bear mm. um which roar. i did not see season one of the bear wait um, do bears roar what is yeah. they saying? Growl. 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 Yeah. Grr. 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 G. Um, G. <laughs> yeah, grr. Um, yeah, so James saw the first season of this and was like, yes, yes you should so watch it. I. But I also he kept telling season. me that it was like Uncut Gems, which was not a good like, I was just selling saying it was point. Stressful. Have you been, have you seen the Uncut Gems episode though? Yeah, there's one really stressful. Yeah, exactly. Which is really yeah. Stressful. But like, yeah, it's so that kind of episode. put me off because mm. I saw the pilot and I was like, oh, I don't know if I can keep up with this energy for a whole show. Cousin. Um, Cousin. But then, yeah, we watched the rest of season one in anticipation for season two because I'd heard, A, that season two was karma <laughs> and that it was very good. Uh, so Okay, we, Shakespeare coded cousin. Uh, mm. So we went through and uh, watched season one. Uh, and yeah, a good show. If you are a person who's like, I get too stressed out by these TV shows to watch this, um, it does come down. It's not all as intense as that first episode, like the first pilot is. Mm. Um, and yeah, season two is even calmer in some points. There's some actually not that stressful okay, at all. Episodes, Replacing like. Calm Ad found dead in the ditch. Yeah, we haven't <laughs> watched all the beer. We haven't watched all of season two so yet. But, um, don't spoil us. Yeah, but we've just been enjoying, you know, catching up with these characters. and Ayo, you know, it's been Evan. Great. Yeah. James okay. Allen White, Jeremy. Jeremy, yeah. Oh my God, two Jeremys in pop culture at the moment. Mm. Not a t- never the twain shall meet. They're going strong. I know. But um, all right, that's me. Uh, well, culture manifests in different ways, and this morning I realised that I could do a different voice of a beloved comedian. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh not my comedian, God, actor rather. An actor, not a oh, comedian. I'm gonna do it, but and I'll he guess. Is funny. I guess. Um, I love her so much. Um, she brings such delight to me, Barbara. Oh, it's slightly, it's not quite right. Hang on, let's. Oh, my uh, God. He's lost it. He's lost it. No, it's the headphones are throwing me off. Let's try it. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, I, I love to hear her sing. Oh, Barbara, I just, she's so, so incredible. Meryl um, Street. Um, Tilda Swinton. Uh, Oprah. Oh, Streisand. I, I got to meet her when I was going for my Oscar. I think you're stumbling too much. You're doing too much Colin Firth oh, just to yeah. it. I, I, 
He's more. He doesn't have doesn't have jitters in his mm. voice. He's just. I don't drink anymore man. after uh, Whitnail and I. <laughs> in fact, never drank during Whitnail and I. Didn't he? No. I so, thought he drank the anyway. No, it's Richie. Yeah, Grant. I was gonna say. What they you made Richie Grant go I. out uh, and get drunk for Whitnail and I for the first time. Yeah, I can and kind of oh, and it was how he. It was he for the maybe role. maybe I had a. I don't know if Ridge is that iconic. To be fair. But that's the thing. Like, the impressions of slightly more obscure people is what Love appeals it. to me now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not that he's obscure, but, like, you don't think of him as... Okay, Jude, you know, I'm like, it's a, it's a pretty good... It's a pretty good... Pretty good. Yeah, I could see nice yeah. like, I think you just need to, to get rid of the, the Colin Firthy sort of, like... Less uh, stumbles in his stumbles. voice. Yes. Oh, my yes. God. Speaking of culture, did you know that aliens Speaking are real? Yeah, oh, yes. apparently aliens are just real now. Aliens everyone. are real. Um, yep. Government in the US Crazy. have been hiding that for years. I haven't looked fully into it, but um, it's, well, they just are you even that, human or are you okay. dancer? Yeah, maybe. Well, the, maybe I'm an alien. The government of US have said under oath that like they do have access to oh, UFOs and non-human alien <laughs> like, people. Yeah. They've, they've been hiding it. Yeah, everybody's um, just like, well. I don't know what to do with this information, the government. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> um, if you want to hear more Richard E. Grant, check out his off-menu um, episode. If you don't know what off-menu is, it's um, James Acaster and Ed Gamble who get celebrities to come up with the, their dream restaurant. It's a really delightful podcast, really fun. Um, oh, yeah, we've talked about our dream restaurants. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Potato for me, Smash Palace for Cass. See, it's about your dream menu, not your dream Sorry. restaurant. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're yeah. at the dream restaurant and you come up with your dream menu. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, uh, I realized I talked about going to see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, but I guess the third of the big releases, not as big as well, she predates Barbenheimer. Yeah, she's she predated, and um, famously, uh, because Christopher Nolan took up all the IMAXs, Tom yeah. was like, Right, well, we're going a week earlier than planned. Um, but I never actually talked about the film itself. Well, um, what do you reckon? I reckon <laughs> my dead reckons are um, pretty good, pretty fun, like. It's good. Yeah. It's oh, you saw it as well? We saw yeah. it together. We had nice. a good time. And it's have one you of... seen any of the other ones? Kids? Well, I have now. Well, I'd, seen, I'd only seen... My history with Mission Impossible is that I was like, I don't know if anybody watches this. And yeah. then James was like, we got to see this. Oh, you we have to see, see all of them, right? This one. And so like, was... we saw Rogue Nation, I think was the Rogue first Nation one. Rogue right. Nation is Rogue Nation on the last day Yeah, so the last day were... before I went to the US, yeah. I was about to move overseas for a year. And James was like, our last night together, we're going to spend <laughs> it watching Rogue Nation. Iconic so but we went out to that. It's, it's and I was like, honestly, I was like, it was great. It was really good. I Because it's a it. fun, breezy spy movie. Yeah. It's fun. Whereas something like, you know, Fast and the Furious, like something a bit more mask is probably not your thing. But no, I like Rogue Nation a lot. Yeah. And then we saw Fallout even better. Fallout is so Fantastic good. Fantastic film. Is such I still haven't high. seen um, Dead Rick. So those were the two that oh, I'd yeah. seen. And then in the lead up to Dead Reckoning, James was like, we're going to go watch them all. We're rewatching it. We're back from the number yeah. one. Yeah. So when we were on our writer's retreat, James downloaded in advance because there was no internet there. Uh, the first three Mission Impossibles so that we yeah. could watch those. Yeah. So we watched those. Um, then we we weren't sure if I'd seen four. We watched four and I realised over the course of watching it that I had not seen it before. So what's four? <laughs> four is Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Pretty, some great stuff. He's got to climb the Burj Khalifa. There's a big oh, desert storm. Very good. It's Brad Bird talking of the Incredibles. Yeah. yeah amazing. Yeah. Um, have you seen The Iron Giant yet? No. You should. Okay. Yeah, my my challenge is to watch Clueless. Your challenge is to watch The yeah, Iron Giant. Giant. Cass, you yeah, need tick. a movie to watch. I've got so many, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we... <laughs> oh, my God. 
the speaking of films, the New Zealand International Film Festival is coming up. It Just is. saying, That's true. maybe maybe talk about that late. Yeah. Or... Yeah. Um, but anyway, I would say Dead Reckoning, Reckoning is um, maybe a slight step down from Fallout because it was just like I think that's kind of a perfect kind of movie like a, well it's part one exactly part yeah. one of two yes yeah. it's so, still a very good film it's some fantastic sequences in it uh, yeah. Haley Atwell's really great yeah um, was she not remember when she was in The Duchess I know and she was the lover that's right I, and like oh my gosh I forgot about that um, there's a great sequence at the end on the Orient Express with a, yes. we love a train oh, I love the Orient Express we love Express. A, a luxury train yeah and we love um, a non-luxury train we love all trains there's great sequences oh where is it there's the airport sequence in I think Dubai yeah Dubai and where's airport. the tiny little car in is that oh there's a tiny car in Italy somewhere yeah in Rome yeah maybe um, Rome I'm not sure um, <laughs> and there's a uh, a very fun but slightly underwritten but she's playing it to the hilt performance by Pom uh, Clementine yeah, yeah. Um, who is just like she's just like a, an absolute she's a, psycho she's a real fun henchman doing yeah. some doing some henching and yeah. having a great time I just definitely recommend going and seeing it I like it is oh and, and so part of the reason why of seeing this is it's like Tom Cruise's fascinating kind of presence and I, I realised I hadn't seen some of his back catalogues so my other pop corner that I saw is Sidney Pollock's The Firm. Um, I saw The Firm ages ago. Yeah. It's, he's not really the star in it, you know? I mean, he's he's the lead, but there's a he bunch is. of supporting characters. It's like Gene Hack and Holly Hunter, who are... Well, and Gene nice Triple, uh, Triplehorn, oh, yeah. who has yeah. starred on Mixed Bag before. But the, the question that came up, I'll talk about the film in a bit, is like, has Tom Cruise ever not been good at his job in a movie because he just gives off that energy yeah. this is an observation this is what I think that had. I noted because we started the firm the firm begins with him doing job interviews oh, for good. his job like yeah. after yeah, you know and I was like I think Tom Cruise like every character he plays is he's always competent. just a guy who's really skilled at his job yeah mm. really like maybe even vanilla, if he's on the outs he's really good at it vanilla sky he's a bit lost you maybe, know? maybe but he's still good early. at his job. Maybe though. before he went into his like maybe risky biz. Yeah, maybe maybe like the, cocktail. The very early cocktail. He's still a good cocktail is he bartender, good? isn't he? I, I don't think... know. I don't know. We haven't seen it. Maybe Rain Man. Know. I saw Rain Man as a kid, but he's I, not the the I feature. I think he's still color of money. No, but he's good at that. He's hustling Paul Newman. Oh, I see. Mm. But I mean, I so he's a good pilot. Seen, he's a great. Seen. Impossible, impossible missioner. What is the one with? What is the one with him and Nicole? Oh, he's a good, good driver eyes wide one. shut he's not good at his job i think maybe risky biz i don't know what he does in there but he starts a risky business okay but eyes <laughs> w- no no eyes wide shut he's bad at his personal life which is <laughs> no but he's often sense. he's almost always bad at his personal life that's a completely different uh, that's yeah. a completely okay. different thing yeah mm. he's um, good at his job but there's um i there's those early cruises i want to tick off and see especially a few good men which i um haven't caught and like risky business we should do one for the pod yeah i mean we did top gun but we could go earlier than that cocktail i think cocktail i hear is a mixed bag yeah Yeah. i hear it's not oh and days of thunder i hear oh yeah that's the one with nicole right is it he's got one he's got one other one with nicole bmx bandits we should <laughs> uh, I mean, because obviously there's eyes okay. wide shut. Anyway, um, the film I didn't really love. I thought it's it was okay. it was kind of baggy. It's very nineties. Um, it's paced very slowly. Um, the it, concept of a, it it's, well? I was sort of half watching it with James. The concept, the concept of a good. like yeah, a whodunit where the lawyers yeah. are getting killed off is quite funny because they they're like working <laughs> for the mafia. Anyone who wants to leave this law firm gets killed. Yeah, mm. and that sounds really good but it's um it's really slowly paced unfortunately it's so long yeah and but there is a small shining light to borrow the phrase from another podcast is um 
Tobin Bell plays a hitman, the 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 Jigsaw himself before mm. he was Jigsaw, and he's got this like huge like albino afro <laughs> look. It's very unusual, but it looks like it's just been stuck on like a wig. It looks I like he's bald, and they've just chucked. I it don't on. like Holly Hunter's hair in it. Yeah, Holly it's Hunter. It's a choice. She looks like Annie, from what I recall. Well, when she first comes I in, I don't remember Holly Hunter being. She's in giving a straight up. <gasps> comedic performance she was nominated for an oscar oh was she the assistant yeah Yeah. guess who beat her anna paquin in her own movie and it's her and what's his name gary Busey. um were are a couple in it and they're doing this like weird like routine and then gary Busey, spoilers dies and then she becomes all serious like i need to avenge him Um, is gary Busey still alive i don't know Mm. yeah anyway um, r.i.p sinead Yes. Just, sometimes it's just, just dropping the stuff in like bombs. I'm, I'm just like sometimes I'm just whoa. like trying to follow the conversation, and both of you do this, where you're just like, you just say what's on your mind. Matt and was there's like, no inroads okay, made. Can there's I just, just no. can I can I bring up the sequence? He said, talking of films. I was like, yeah, that's what this whole part is about. And talking of, there was something else as well. Listener, listen back. Like, there's another crazy segue Honestly, where you're talking of it. culture. That's what it was. <laughs> talking of culture. Let's talk about UFOs. It is culture. It's culture, but, you know, we weren't having a conversation before that. Do you want to talk about the, Honestly, the film festival? Of the film festival? Not uh, really. I mean, I haven't seen anything yet. Yeah. I'll shout out Bad Behaviour, which... Um, oh, yeah. You're starring film. Your boy starred in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> starred in. Yeah, he two. is. It's a song I remember when you starred yeah, in, when like... when I starred in Soho in Cinders. So yeah. Not being in it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like, I'm going to go along and see it, but apparently uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't talk about it because it's... Um, in terms of the SAG strike stuff, they're figuring out whether or not... You can, can promote it. Promote it. So... You're I not want... part of SAG, bro. Yeah. You're... No, but just like in solidarity, because there are oh, American. Fair enough. Fear, like, fear, fear. Jennifer Connolly's in it and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of shows on, um, shows, films on that um, I feel like I should book in and see. Yeah. Um, I haven't looked at the program I just yet. Want, I don't know what there is. I just want, if anyone is listening who's programming, give me more sessions of Anatomy of a Fall because I missed, missed out. out. I missed yeah. out. I'm sorry. Because it was quite a surprise <laughs> Palm Door winner, right? People weren't yeah, expecting it. It was, it was between that and kind of um, Zone of Interest, mm. which is a Jonathan Glazer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About being situated next yeah. to the concentration camp. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, talking of... But yes, also, I was going to say, to give it its proper space, R.O.P. Sinead O'Connor, oh, yes. who is iconic, and I hope she's finally at peace. What a fascinating artist. Those first couple of albums are incredible. And mm. just so incredible as like an activist. Oh yeah, she's a fucking queen. Yeah. 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 Um, love her. I there was a, a quote going around around like what happened to my career was bad for like the studios. It wasn't bad for me. I could just keep on doing like live stuff. So fuck y'all. Like there's just very, very many like awesome, amazing like and just to be able to like stand up and do something like that, like tearing a picture of the Pope and, you know, speaking out about child abuse. And mm. she was a survivor of child abuse herself. And, um, yeah, just a, a really incredible 
honest. Yeah. Yeah. There's a really good episode of You're Wrong About about Sinead O'Connor that goes into depth into her life and career, mm. um, which I would strongly recommend you taking a listen to if you haven't yeah. already um, and you want to know a little bit more about her as both an artist and her personal life and activism and struggles. Yeah. Do you know that Prince was not a fan of her cover of Nothing yeah. Compares to You? Yeah. Oh. But he bought a mansion out of those royalties. So yeah. Prince, I love you, but get it together. It's like Stephen King hating Kubrick's The Shining, you know. Like, mm. yeah. it's wild. Artists Not just... my intention. Yeah. <laughs> um, I couldn't find a segue before. That's why I just stopped talking. If anyone can find a segue from... I don't think we need to find a segue. We can simply say, it's time for our feature presentation. Feature presentation. Wow, new season, new rules. Yeah. yeah. And what? Wait. What is that that I hear? Is that. What is what that? What is going on? Oh my god. Is that. Oh, oh no! Talking about. Ah! Ah! It looks like a emergency landing. I'm gonna. I'm pitching a new series live on air. <laughs> Because because I was thinking about this all day, and I want you to pitch this new series. Okay, you've got okay? a new series. What an emergency landing is, is not like a usual series where we do it consecutively. An emergency landing is when we cover a film that has that is uh, takes place on a plane for a significant <laughs> amount of time because there are so many That's mixed true. bag films that That's are set on a plane. I, I, we love a plane. I just wanted to say, I love how we all yes ended that. It was so good. Look, we're all I, trained actors. Yeah, so let's, I, let's not forget that. Um, but yes. <laughs> I didn't know that was coming. No, oh, no. I, I was, I, it took so much just to hold back. From this little delight. That okay. I had. Um, so, an emergency landing, it can happen at any time because, you know, you got to land the plane mm, and the plane movie lands on us. Like, so, this is emergency landing number one. Number one. And we don't know when the next emergency landing will I mean, happen. We are going to have to go back and think, though. There might be something in our back catalogue that could be a, a well, plane. Well, this film. is the thing I'm thinking about because I don't know if Top Gun is an emergency landing no, because I, I feel think, like it should be like public. I, in some a, way. Yeah, I think yeah, this yeah. should be our. our this should be our. This is number one. Okay. Because yeah. I'm thinking of a specific film in my head non-stop yeah. with Liam Neeson Julianne Moore and Lupita Nyong'o yeah I mean, I mean I James think is really keen to do Flight Plan Flight Plan came out this very same year of 2005 Go. which Red Eye came out in like the possibilities they are there is an end to them of course <laughs> they're not endless but there's but a lot there's of a great lot of films there so yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so this is a non-sequential miniseries is yes. what you're saying okay oh, so and we just at some point at any one. point yeah. yeah. Great. Um, You're all. You never know what an emergency landing. You never know. You always happen. need to be prepared. Okay. okay. Keep I'm that runway for, open. I'm down Let's for do a it. non-sequential season. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm glad that you you Great. like that concept. Um. So Red Eye, 2005 film directed by Wes Craven. Mm-hmm. Um. Who brought this one in? Matt, you kind of... Kind of. I kind of just floated it, it around. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I was, I was seeing clips of Red Eye on um, Twitter. I, I mean, sorry, X. Ugh. No. Um, I know. Do you know that they're called Zeets now? No. No. Crazy. I'm not going to do it. I'm glad I got off the Twitter oh train before that. Um, anyways. Uh, <laughs> we see you. 
Okay, anyways, um, yeah, so there were clips going around, and I was like, I remember this movie because of the iconic trailer. The mm. iconic trailer, which we did watch after we watched the film because yes. we had to go back and find the particular one. The teaser is the mm. one that we were particularly... And what happens in this trailer, pray tell. Honestly, it belongs in the Trailer Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah listener, um, go and watch it. And yeah. There are two trailers, so you have to watch both of them. Yeah, watch yeah. the teaser as, like, yes. the... Because yeah, the, the trailers. The yeah, the one tells you the whole, the whole, give the you whole everything. plot. But so the teaser, very good. If you want Iconic. to experience it without us talking about it, go and watch it right Skip now. Skip and watch it now. If you look up Red Eye trailer, it's the second video. But I don't yeah. know. We must have all watched YouTube. a movie sometime in two thousand four, two thousand five, where yeah. this trailer played ahead of the yeah, ahead and of the movie. I never watched Red Eye the film. I don't no, think any of us have seen neither. Red Eye the film. But we also Red Eye the trailer, which was iconic because it starts off. Like it is a Rachel McAdams, Killian Murphy rom com. Um, yeah, sure set does. on where these two uh, good looking strangers meet by chance on an at a at a delayed f- at the airport while they've got a delayed flight. Yeah, and they um, magically sit next they end to up each sitting other. Next to each other. Mm. What She's romance so will take will 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 take off. Uh, none, because it turns out he's bad. Halfway through the trailer. Yeah. The trailer then does a thing where it makes his eye go red. <laughs> does a close-up of it. Takes a sharp turn. Um, and eye. a shot of her hand like as she's like reaching for help on the out from the external from the exterior of the plane, which I don't believe was in the movie. I don't no, remember no. the shot being in there, but it was in both trailers. Um, yeah, so I as a child watching this, because this would have been what, two thousand five, I would have been twelve. We would have all been twelve. Mm. Um, did not know the term red eye. <laughs> it's like really? referring Neither. to a late night plane trip. Yeah, I think I only so, figured it out recently. I, yeah, I just assumed that was the name of Killian Murphy's character, and I he see. was a, an evil villain that I had red I, eyes. I he think was I some knew sort that of it was red eye flight. <laughs> yeah, he was some sort of supernatural being. like uh, you know uh, hunter that was going to track down Richard McAdams, and that was my only knowledge of this movie, and I hadn't really thought about it since <laughs> i haven't thought about it much as well but i remember it being like legitimately scary for me the concept of him just because he has a scary face yeah killian murphy killian only now am i getting to appreciate his face but i'm just like but he's kid. also acting scarily mm. yeah exactly like he's, he's being intense part of the weird. reasons why this feels perfect to cover it now is the oppenheimer of course yes. yeah and I, well, that's the reason mm. why these um tweets have been popping up mm. um I remember. I do. I think I did know what a red eye flight was, but I didn't know that it was called red eye because is this true that you get red eyes when you sleep? Is that what you? Do? I think that's why you, they call it a red eye flight. Right. Like it's like you, you. When you're tired, your eyes go. Your kind eyes of red. go red yeah. when you're yeah. like okay. you know. If you're traveling at three in the morning, then yeah. you are going to have red eyes. Yeah, I mean that is pure supposition on our part, but I but think that's it's what both James and I assumed um, out of without knowing anything else about why they're called that. No. If you know better, write into McBad Contact and tell yeah, us. Yeah, our American yeah. listeners, please. Yeah. James, um, do you have any anything have you seen to this add? Before? No, I hadn't. Uh, but I am a big fan of Wes Craven, the director. So, oh, yes, of course. Scream. Yeah. Scream. Ah! <laughs> yep. You know, Edward Munch. Find dead in a ditch, honestly. Yeah, um, yeah uh, just an incredible filmmaker. And it sounds like he was a really lovely dude as well. Just like, I love like, horror filmmakers that like make really creepy films like Nightmare on Elm Street with like all this phantasmagorical imagery like turn out to just be like these lovely like Hmm. cuddly Hmm. teddy bears um yeah I really really love his films I think they're so enjoyable and watchable they are fun um what else has he done uh Last House on the Left I think oh Last House on the Left and then um I think 
Oh wait, the hills have eyes. Maybe I've looked. Yeah, you have. I a don't search. know if I've seen any of these any of his films. Oh, right. They're all horror. I mean, so, yeah. I think you would be able to handle Scream because Scream Probably. is not all that bloody. I mean, it gets a bit bloodier in these later entries. Have you not seen any of the Screams? No. Oh, oh interesting. I think I've seen you watch one. Right. Like, yeah, because I watched all the screams in prep for. Yeah, but I haven't watched the yeah. screen. Like, like I was watching, I was sitting on the couch watching James watching the movie, which yeah. is not the but same experience. Interesting. <laughs> how I watched the film. Like, <laughs> and it's kind of the way with horror films. But like, oh yeah, Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street is his big. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. said that one. Did you say that? Um, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but both that and Scream all like feature talking on phones quite a lot. Mm. There's like a bit where. Um, Sydney Prescott is talking on her phone and then Freddie's tongue comes out and attacks her. And she's like, whoa! And she realises she's in a dream. Um, and then, um, is it Sydney Prescott? Or am I thinking of Scream? It is. It's scream. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's um, Scream, yeah. Yeah, the, the main character from Nightmare on Elm Street. My bad. Mike is probably affronted right now. Sorry, Mike. Um, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of talking on the phone with like Drew Barrymore at the start um, of Scream. Yeah. Why is that relevant, James? Would you Would you like to tell us? Well, yeah, okay. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, How's so that relevant this, to this film? This new entry of Movie in a Minute. Yes, um, I'm about to get the timer out. Okay, so I, I did that segue before beginning the, we're, the timer. That's all right. <laughs> I don't actually, we don't actually need the phone this time around. Oh. Um, because we have a new means of doing movie in a minute. Oh. Starting from now. So, Rachel McAdams is um, a hotel manager, and she is working very hard to uh, look after her job, and she's getting on a flight um, called uh, a red eye because it's been... Um, delayed and then there's this guy Killian Murphy uh, called Jack Ripner um, and he is uh, kind of sinister but she's like oh okay maybe and then it turns out that he is trying to kill um, this guy Keith um, can't remember his first name who's the general secretary um, and so that's 30 seconds that's the okay. indication that's our 30 seconds um, and he is trying to kill him and so is getting her to move the hotel to 4080. Um, I don't know why I include that detail. And he is, and then she manages to, she gets headbutted, essential, and then she um, sticks a pencil, a pen in his throat, runs away, is able to like redirect it so that the guy doesn't get killed, and this guy is threatening to kill his dad, who is Brian Cox, and then they have this huge fight, and then Brian. And then okay. Brian Cox uh, kills him and he ends up dead. Yeah, I think the main thing that James missed that's probably crucial information is that there's this, these two people, um, they've met, they're sort of flirting, they sit down on the plane. Yes. After the plane takes off, that's when he reveals you need to call, use your hotel like managerial skill set to move. To redirect. To redirect the, the target house. to a different room. Sorry, the Or room. I will kill your dad. Yes. So the or I will kill your dad is a big part of that. It's a big part of it. I was slightly distracted because I was experiencing your reactions to the new movie in a minute. I love now. it. Oh, I it's love the great. touch, millionaire. Yeah. Iconic um, culture. It's brilliant. Thank so you. So what? I, I wanted that to be a surprise, but like the next time that we play a it, new season, really. I guess know. Really, we're really yeah, up, upping we the stakes. Yeah, we stepped it up. Um, is obviously there's the 30 seconds you can hear orally, but I would probably also do 45 seconds and 15. But I wanted it to be a surprise. That's all right. I'm like, when you, I know how long a minute is. I'm yeah. kind of judging it. Yeah. yeah. Um, um. But yeah, that's pretty much the story. It's pretty fast and furious. There is Cynthia, the person that she's communicating with, which is which we constantly called Glee. It's Jamie Mays from Glee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Emma, the big eyes, the love yeah. interest of um, Will Schuster. Schuster. The evil Mr. Schuster. Schuster. Yeah. <laughs> 
sinister Mr. Shu. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but we've talked about the plot. Now it's time to talk about the hot with hot butter. Mm. I think that this might be a united Consensus. front one. I, I think, think so. Landslide victory. I think it's a landslide victory for Miss Rachel McAdam. Yes. Incre- we were literally just We just kept pausing, being like, oh, she looks so she good looks here. So good. It's great. truly, like, we had, Matt and I had, and maybe Cass, I'm not sure, but definitely us, a Mamma Mia 2 moment. 100%. With, you know, when we watched that and saw Lily James and how much she was just glowing, we were just like, oh, like, I feel like this experience was similar. Maybe not as transcendent, but like, just the beautiful There's something flowing about her. It's, her hair, hair looks great. Her hair looks amazing. Like, she should always be a brunette. Um, and the curls in her hair, just I, it, it framed her face yeah. incredibly well. And this is like her imperial face, obviously, when she was a huge star. Mm. She still is, but she's not as much. Her you know? imperial face is such an interesting <laughs> way to describe that. What have, do you mean? Have we covered any other mixed bag <laughs> What do you mean? Movie? That's like a pop term where like a pop star is in their imperial face. I've never heard that in my life, but I trust no, you. No, it sounds Where wicked. it's like when they're in the peak of the world. I understand they, it. Yeah. I understand it. I'm just saying I've never heard this term before. It's great. So yeah. she's had... Well, Mean Girls was quite Mean a few Girls years 2004, ago. as well so as No wow. 2004, and this before. was 2005. Killian Murphy, actually, you know, not recognizable to people back then, but also had a big year with Batman Begins, but also probably his best performance, Breakfast on Pluto. Yes, mm-hmm. which is probably a mixed bag. It looks like he's playing a, a, a trans yeah. character. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah, I don't yeah, remember. I don't remember. We we don't really know. Maybe <laughs> they were. I don't remember they were. In, I think. Yeah. I think that is the case. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he played this scarecrow in Batman Begins, which I think he's amazing at. Um, he's very villain coded for sure in yeah. real life. That's why his early roles in were real very... life. <laughs> <laughs> I said coded. Um, and um, what else have of beloved Killian films like The Wind That Shakes the Barley? I hear is very good. Oh sure, um, yeah. No. I don't know, it's just, and Peaky Blinders. Sunshine. Peaky Blinders. Yes, he had yeah. 28 Days Later and Sunshine. I guess I think Peaky Blinders is his, like, Big iconic role for people, even though I've never seen an Nobody edit. has seen Peaky Blinders. We just know, the like, the, the name and it's then, like, like, the image of him in the flat chair. Yeah. And we're like, that's Peaky Blinders, mate. Do you but know Peaky Blinders? People Bl- watch it. It's like Suits. I, wa- like, I watched watch some that. of Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah, I did a couple of episodes. Do you know why... Why they're called Peaky Blinders? Because there's they razors in the peak, the and they can blind you. I know. It's Wait, crazy. Razor, what? That's the, the hats are weapons. There, there's razors in the hats, oh. and they're all. We got Peaky Blinders. You know what? You know what I thought? It's good. I thought they were like detectives, and they were like peeking behind the blinds <laughs> because he looks like a detective. It's and they're P-A- like P E A. But I thought that was it. Peeking Blinders. They're like peeking behind the blinds because it's like sinister. TNT and TM, good to have parody, Peaky Blinders. Very good. I want to hear more of Rachel stuff, though. What else had she been around that? She didn't really chase stardom as much because she kind of pulled away. I think like her big things were maybe like Two Sherlock. Weeks Notice was one? Two Weeks Notice. Yeah, What's with that? Hugh Grant. That's, that's Sandra Bullock. Oh, shit. They don't. Oh, they're not no. even the same age. The same. No. <laughs> Um, she definitely. She's done some rom coms. She though, definitely right? did. Yeah, she did some rom coms. This I is before think, all of remember. her time travel romances, right? Yeah. Ah. That's later. Because she did Time Traveler's Wife and, and then about, about time. time. Of course. Um, and then she did Game Night a few years. Game Night, so, which that was also like a comeback. Features yeah. her in front of an airplane where a guy like oh yeah I gets sucked scene. into it, and she's like, oh no, 
he I died. hope he's fine. <laughs> and then, um, um, I think it's interesting that Rachel McAdams was playing a teenager and then suddenly went to like playing 30 year old roles. Cause like, I, I feel like she, immediately I, transitioned. I think she was like in her 20s when she played Yeah, Mingos. but it's such an interesting, like so just So, just so she's in her 20s here then? I think Definitely. so. I think she, well, I remember one of one film that she was in where I didn't like her was Sherlock Holmes, the oh, Robert yeah. Danny Jr. one. Where she was playing Irene Adlin as like too young. Not mm. not the right vibe. But Hollywood loves to do that. They did it with Jennifer I Lawrence know. Yeah. as well. That's true. With, like, she didn't have the, quite the gravitas to pull off Irene Adler yet at mm. that age. Yeah, um, but tough. she's making a comeback now. She got her Oscar nomination for Spotlight. Yeah, um, of recently, and then this year Recent-ish. she. Ish, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this year she was yeah. like in um, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, playing yeah. the mum. I hear great things, hear especially things. her role yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Classic mum role. So, you yeah. know, Rachel, good for you. And there's these two, and then we have Brian, Brian Cox, Cox, which honestly, another villain coded person. Yeah. yeah, well, but here, not playing a villain. Also, <laughs> not at all. We looking like, like Brian Cranston. Yeah, it was very was, weird to honestly, me. Honestly, to yeah. me, he was Brian Brown because he was like. His, Color yeah, palette brunette. was brown. Well, the thing is, like, you expect certain actors to have ne- to never look young. Okay, okay. And he doesn't look young, but he looked younger than Succession. Well, just Cox. even yeah. the hair is is to me, yeah, weird. Okay, top five like villain coded people: Killian Murphy, Brian, Willem Dafoe. Frank, definitely Willem <laughs> Dafoe is number one. Villain coded face mm. to the to um, the yeah. end. Alan Rickman, obviously. Yes. He was. Um, yeah. R.I.P. villain coded. John Malkovich, kind of. Villain coded, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. And also, um, Jamie Irons. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, villain coded and villainous in real life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know, and there's so much fun. Like, I, I wish Brian got a little bit more to do. He's just I thought. I honestly out. thought he was going to be the mastermind villain or something. No, I know, he's got. No, he's, he's just the dad. He's just a kindly dad. He's but just like, sitting watching his comedy marathon. But it's not like he hadn't done. He had done like Manhunter back in the eighties. Oh yeah, where he no, played no. Hannibal Lecter. No, they're just yeah. casting against type. Yeah. They were like, let's just just go out on a limb. We're going to do. It's Brian so Fox. funny that yeah. some people can play villains like Anthony Hopkins, but he's not villain coded. Yeah. No. His 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 character was iconically villainous. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that, he showed his range. He can play kindly yeah. dad, granddad so well. Yeah. Like Armageddon time. It's on. I mean, Neon. it's like Willem so Dafoe's played some of his best roles. Oh. He's not villainous. Oh my god, Florida Pro. Like Florida Project. So you know, good. like he's not villainous, but it's great yeah. because he's got a villain coded face. Exactly. So you're like, oh, the depth. Yeah. yeah. The complexity of the same man. with Alan Rickman as well. Mm-hmm. Like you know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's Snape, but like plenty of oh other God. roles his, as well. His worst villain, Love Colonel Actually. Colonel Brandon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you're like. What's oh. that? His worst. His worst villain, Love, Love Actually. Actually. Uh, yeah. 100%. Villainous. Classic fool. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh. Anyway, so that's the heart, that's I guess. The faces Rachel of Mike the people. Adam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. The villains. There are the some pod. interesting looking people in this movie, but we will talk about we'll them talk about later. That in a moment. Yeah. Um, but is it time first for our newest, well, no longer newest segment? Yeah, we've got new segments now. Yeah, it's time for Titular Roll. There is no role of the Tempest. It is the Titular Roll. No. Okay, I mean, well, we've, we've discussed already, but this was a this was a film that taught us what a red eye was. Yeah, education is important. Yeah, yeah, and sh- we hear the titular role mentioned. She says, "Oh, I gotta get." This I gotta take red the red eye. eye. You know what I did think about the red eye? I thought it was more of a private jet because I knew it was fast, mm. right? Because it was—is it faster? No, it's just that it's late. 
Oh, I thought it was fast. No, no, it's just like it's just a typical term for like when, a late night flight. Because yeah. when people say take the, I'm taking the rain out. I thought it was a faster flight. No, it's just it's like taking a taking a sleeper train, but oh, on a flight. Interesting. So it's like you're going overnight. See, I'm so learning things right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know that that poster, which is just the hand on the window. Red Eye doesn't immediately tell you a plane. Like the combination of marketing materials, we we get it. It's great. Yeah. Oh, that's, so, so I still do you they know, only I use ass- it in the US? I assumed he I think what I did was As a term, yeah. I think was That's American why term. that's why I thought yeah. it was special because I'm like I'm catching the red eye sense, so like yeah, it sounds like a jet the bullet coded. train or yeah. something. But yeah. I think it's also like we don't have red eye flights domestically in New Zealand because our airports mm. close at a you know, like mm. the latest you can get a flight from like Auckland to Wellington is like a 9 p.m. Mm. You know, you don't get like a because yeah. it's one hour. <laughs> like you don't have like an overnight flight. Mm. And yeah. like all of our other flights are like, you know, longer than red eye because they're like 14, 15 hour flights yeah. to get mm. somewhere overseas. Yeah, it's just not. So it's just really not really part of our culture. Yeah. But if you're going from New York to LA and you're leaving at you know 11 p.m. and waking up, getting there at you know 5 a.m. So then that's, that's yeah. I get it. Yeah. Mm. And they were handing out pillows. You know, for I know, this we were watching it being like, oh, snacks, pillows, look do, at this. Do you want to reveal how long this flight is? Okay. Well, this is the thing. This is a three-hour flight. They're traveling mm. from Dallas to Miami. Not really what I would consider, like, yeah. enough to be a red-eye flight. I mean, I guess it is in terms of time, also, but it's like... it's brave it's of a, them to feature two second-tier cities in this whoa. film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just thinking of Miami. I was thinking how bright it is. It it's is very kind fitting of... that... It's, okay, it's Miami is more like a one B city to me. Not, it's not like a one A. <laughs> okay, so what's it's the top? It's one B. It's definitely yeah. not like it's not a Los Angeles, not a New York. It's not so those Los are Angeles, top New York, definitely. and Chicago is in the third. What about yeah, San Fran? That's the third city. San Fran is four, probably. Yeah, one B. Is it a one B? Is that where the distinction is? I reckon San Fran, Atlanta, Miami, and Philadelphia, and Boston. Michigan. Are the five. Where's Michigan? Michigan is a state. Well, the big what? city is Detroit. Detroit. Detroit is probably a one C. In the, it's a yeah, B. It's a, a B. Two. Is it a B or a C? A, probably a two. If we're going, if yeah, we go one yeah, A, one B, one C. Because like, is New I, Ze- does, does New Zealand I would say have maybe teams? like maybe it's like. Um, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, and maybe Las Vegas is the four. Oh, no. No, it's no. a 1B. But just like as, as a thing pres- that you recognize. It's a phenomenon. Yeah, mm. it's, it's more of a... a I'd put San Francisco above, above Las, Vegas, Las Vegas. for sure. I think. Yeah. And then Philadelphia, Boston is kind of the same to me, mm. same vibe. But yeah. like Austin. Austin is and new like Austin though. Austin and Portland, Austin, that kind of space. That's new. Austin, that's Portland, like they're more like Seattle. Like more like, like, Se- Seattle kind of is a bit higher than those two, I think. Then mm. Austin, Texas. Because Seattle, yeah. Mm. If you're thinking of Texas, it's Houston or Dallas. Oh, Dallas, yeah. yeah. Mm. Which is where we're coming from, right? Yeah. 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 Anyway, it was a little side. It brings us back around. And, in New Zealand, it's obviously the A cities are Auckland, Wellington, and Christchurch. Let's yeah. not lie. Let's not be. Yeah. Let's and not then B lie. B is like Dunedin. B is Dunedin and Hamilton. Yeah, for sure. No, I would say I think Dunedin, Hamilton's got an up I would say Dunedin, Hamilton, and Queenstown are the, the Bs. Oh, Queenstown mm, could be A, actually, yeah. for tourism. I wouldn't say it's A. It's not an I wouldn't A. Say it's a. it's like I, Las Vegas, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, Tauranga is a place that nobody likes, but there's a lot of people that live there. Yeah. <laughs> Topol? Topol? No, it's like, there's no. a town. No. It's C. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big lake. <laughs> this is what you came here for. Yeah. It's interesting. It's <laughs> like, like we, we, we won't discuss yeah. New Nelson. Zealand films on the pod because Rotorua. we don't want to insult anyone, but we will rank every city in the country. Rotorua has the most. Also, so. I do question Christchurch because they have they have hosted the, the, the Commonwealth Games famously, but they're not hosting the World Cup. Oh. It's Auckland, Wellington, Dunedin, and Hamilton, which is weird to me. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. 
that which does solidify Guys, Hamilton like, we, as we, a we, we got to give it to the floor. <laughs> we forgot to mention the, you know, the, the, the World Cup, which is okay. Um, well. So the main thing is we've discussed the red eye as a term. It turns <laughs> oh, yeah. up. It turns anything up in the film. Titular role. No, yeah, we're um, well, anything just, else. The, I mean, the main thing that I'm disappointed by, obviously, having seen the trailer, thinking that there he is some sort of supernatural villain with red eyes, and it was a pun. No, his eyes no. are very, very his blue. His eyes are very blue. They but do they not never go turn red. red. Yeah. I think I was actually getting mixed up with um, Le Chiffre from Casino Royale, who I like see, weeps yeah. blood. Uh, yeah. I think it, uh, for some reason I thought that he had that. Oh my thing, god! Which came Ma- out a couple years later. Mads, right? another villain coded face. Oh, yes. Mads but, and Rami. But then, like, yeah. he does another round, and you're like, "What a wholesome kind." Again, man. Exactly. It's, it's a Willem side, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, he can do it. So, He's, in, is he a Defoe or is he in a friend mode? Yeah. <laughs> He's in a friend mode. In in terms of. <laughs> I wouldn't rename this, but we were coming up, we came no. up with a sequel. We were like calling for Red Eye 2, or as someone coined, Red, Red Eyes. Eyes. Yeah. yeah. I think Red Eyes is great. It's I mean, great. Uh, we need them. Wiz, you know, you could have a, another director come in. Like Killian and Rachel, they're both very popular. It's time to bring it bring back. back. And also, I what about, like... what about Long Haul? Hmm. Okay, okay. Well, what, okay, what about Red Eyes and it's a really long flight? Though? I think it's two flights. Two yeah. flights. It's two Red Eyes. Oh, mm. yeah. Okay, yeah. Red Eyes. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two Red Eyes. <laughs> but then what happens during the day? Because night like, famously, there's a bit of time They think they're safe. They think they're safe. Like, it's all fine. Yeah, and then they it's have all to fine. do the second Red Eye. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Another round. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, let's talk about the bottles. Let's talk about the bottles. <laughs> Um, so the plane, the whole sort of premise of a uh, villain trapped next to you on the airline, yeah. I think is a good premise. It's a locked room. A mm. lovely locked room mystery. Um, and yeah, we like it's it, they do a lot of the the kind of you know fairly heavy handed, but like a lot of the setting up of who the characters are that they're going to be spending time I with that are going to yeah. play into this um, situation. So we've yeah. got a huge supporting cast of mm. like unnamed Which we, people. We surprised. But mm. honestly, they are unnamed because in the credits they like nice lady, nice teen boy, yeah, like older lady. <laughs> but they were rolling them out in the airport, like yeah. it's, it's like a scene from Lost where you're like, yeah. and they were there, and they were there, like. Yeah. So we can name them off. We have the nice lady who's obsessed with Doctor yeah, Phil. Old woman loves Doctor Phil. There's two teenage boys. One of them loves to draw. Yes, yes. Um, with a, a Frankenstein pen. There's a little girl, an unaccompanied minor. Yes, yes. Um, there is the old woman who older woman who keeps flirting with yeah, um, the uh, the cougar. One might say. Cougar. Irritable doctor. Um, yeah, mean yeah. guy. Mean guy. And part of the supporting cast is the two um, uh, flight attendants. The flight attendants. Yep. You know, one is the more uh, senior kind of like no nonsense, and the mm-hmm. other one is the plucky upstart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's people that don't get on the flight, but they're kind of important for the start and end. The Karens. Um, oh, the Karens in yeah. the hotel. And um, also, obviously, Cynthia. Yeah. Miss Glee yeah. herself, who deals with the Karens. And that's pretty and much And Charles that. Keith, who is the main... Yes, Charles. Um, the, the target victim. of the assassination. Yeah, yeah who is the... Matt was very stuck on this. Well, he was the deputy secretary of Homeland Security. Why... Why the deputy? He feels like he's not. We're important. sending a message. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's because he's so um, charismatic. Like he looked down the barrel of the lens. I think also uh, a runner-up for hot butter. Like you pointed out, like he can. He, can he get is it. hot. Yeah. And um, he just seems nice and kind. Yeah. Like his character is friendly. One for me, not a hot butter necessarily, but part of the supporting cast was um, his bodyguard, who was played by Colby Donaldson of Survivor, who's an iconic castaway. Yeah. How did he do in Survivor? Like, is he a so he's iconic, he does. Yeah, yeah, so he is part of the second season, the most 
um, watched Season of Survivor. I see. The uh, Australian Outback. And he was like, the, he was the challenge beast. And he's um, very a very nice guy. And he would have won the finale if he didn't take... Tina, the mom at the end, oh, who man. is the more devious kind of sneaky player. Right. But he's because he's such a nice guy, he stuck to his word and took her to the uh, end and she beat him, obviously. But then, you know, he piloted into a film career. Yeah, but also, like, obviously, America loved him. He was America's player yeah. because he was such a nice guy. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, um, but if he, if he didn't take died. Tina, he would have easily won the game. <laughs> mm. Gosh, I love uh, the, that fatal floor at no. the very end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, I think some some more bottles of things that we liked is yes, the plane situation, um, and then the sort of plotting during the plane yeah. section. So, what we've got is you know um, she's trying to avoid having to call in and change the flight, change the room um, mm. from on the, the, the plane phones which they have. Yeah, um, and yeah, she is stuck right next to him, and she quickly learns that he's a threat. And so I think how the violence is used on the plane is really great because obviously they're surrounded by people at all times. The flight attendants are watching. Um, you know, there's, there's yeah. not a lot that can be done so, openly. So you assume not much stuff is going to happen, but the like a huge like jump scare for us is. <laughs> when Killian headbutts Rachel McAdams <laughs> with such it force. It was a jump scare, sort of, but also just like it a, was just a, one a, of those moments where moment. We all were wooting, we were hooting and hollering. Well, we just didn't um, expect it. It's one, it's one of those like record scratch moments where you're yeah. like, oh my God. But it's done so well. It's like clearly as an assassin, he's trained in like plain combat mm-hmm. where he was able to just like quickly do it and like she because d- it, goes it, unconscious. It knocks her out and, and a, because it's a, a red cover, eye, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, and he the, puts a pop shop on a cushion and and the front engineer comes back and is like, is she doing better? And he's like, yeah, she's got to sleep. Yeah. And he's got a tiny bit of blood that runs down his head, which I really love that detail. And he just mm-hmm. wipes it away. Like, mm. I love, so yeah, the, the, the way they use the plane, you know, itself, like the, the tiny little bathroom. Yeah. Which where, is where we get our next piece of violence where he, she tries to write up, she says, I need to go to the bathroom. And like, he allows her to and go. Cassie mentioned this is a fatal flaw of villains. Yeah. yeah. Too many villains are too afraid of people just pissing themselves. Like, exactly. honestly, they should just be like, no, I'm not letting you go to the bathroom. Because it's he, always a trick. He kind of jokingly goes, oh, you can pee in this. And it's like a, a water bottle. The world's tiniest water bottle. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he allows her to go. And then she, while she's there, uses the soap. I thought this was quite clever. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She gets a bunch of soap on her hands. And we kind of laugh being like. Like, wow, she's over soaping her hands. Yeah. And. And then when she, as she's leaving, she's written his seat number like has a bomb so that they're kind of the next person in will see it. So yeah. That then they'll report it to the exactly. air, uh, flight attendant. And the little uh, unaccompanied minor is the next to go in. She's about to be go in there, but then Killian Murphy intercepts. Yeah. And like slides in after. And she side eyes him. He's like, "What yeah. is he doing?" And she knows because of his face and demeanor. She's he's like, "That's a scared. villain. A He's man. villain coded." And she plays it really well. I yeah. Thought that she was really is. She was slaying the house mm-hmm. down. And she tells the flight attendant. Like there's a man in there, and they were like, "Oh, and it's, a a shared, woman. it's a shared va- bathroom." And she's like, "And a woman," and they were like, "Oh, one of those flights." <laughs> yeah, so we got a mile high joke. That's crazy. Um, but, but the fight sequence in the bathroom, I thought, was really visceral. It's pretty vicious. It, yeah. yeah, quite intense. And yeah. It, like I, it was scary. I was scared for Rachel. And like I'm, I guess transitioning into the performances, like it's such such committed performances by these two actors, mm-hmm. where like Killian is not afraid to be like really vicious, gross, like. And um, like snarky, like it's a really delicious 
It is delicious. Creepy role. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's having a lot of fun with it. Rachel's very vulnerable. Yeah, and you really like buy into her character that she's really good at her job. I know that was that was established really early and really well. I think she's like the the only one that can do anything at the hotel. Yeah, extremely capable. Like you, you care about her relationship with her dad. Well, she was. It was so like it was honestly the screenplay is a lot but that scene is actually kind of like looking back quite impressive because mm. all she's doing is talking on the phone mm. and like striding through the <laughs> airport but yeah. it does say a lot about her as a character yeah and you don't yeah. you have to use a lot of words to like mm. you know spell it out yeah and i think you know we can talk about the screenplay later, later but on. it is kind of it is very efficient like we're getting stuff done yeah, yeah. like this is an 85 minute movie it's it's, it's oh my god that was one of my big through. bottles we yeah. love an love 85 a speedy minute boy. Yeah. yeah um but the last bit of violence on the plane I wait think... wait i, I just want oh, to yep. say though when they come out of of the um oh, yeah. of the, the toilet yeah, yeah the bathroom she was like the flight attendant was like this is not a motel yeah. And I've always wondered how like people get into the Mile High Club because iconically those plain air, you know, bathrooms are like tiny. They're tiny. They're tiny one and person. gross. Yeah, and gross. <laughs> and, small for one person. And uh, this was a bit more spacious, so I guess a you little. could do it a little bit more. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a camera person in there as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Not a but, real one. but yeah. Um, I don't know. I just yeah, and it's gross. I don't feel like you would be in the mood. <laughs> and as I said, like, my favorite part of it, which James and Kess don't like, is when you flush the toilet and it goes... Oh, which, no. no iconically a bad part Just, of like, one of the toilet. worst sounds around. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God, And you're seeing your, you're like... You're, and you're like, what's happening today? Is excess. that just getting, like, flown <laughs> out of the plane? Is that just away. getting sucked away? Oh, I think, no. to me, it conveys power. It conveys, <laughs> like, that my business is being taken care of. Mm. Like, it's so okay. authoritative. Best sounds in an, in an airplane are, like, I like the ding-dongs. Ding. Oh, my yep. God, yeah. Um, and I like an announcement over, especially if they're, like, really good at their job and, like, <sighs> you know, it's sounding friendly. What do we feel about those in-flight um, commercial, like the the ones that say the 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 airline the pla- airplane etiquette. I find the Air New Zealand ones. They're too uh, much a lot of the time. Too they've much. Kind of toned it down a little I bit. I really like the Qantas ones. I don't. I haven't. Oh my! Been if you Qantas. fly, sometimes mm-hmm. it's just them, like selling the same thing, but they're up in like historical. Um, right now, anyways, historical um, flight attendant costumes of Qantas so you kind of see yeah. the history of Qantas and it's mm. like we're flying Qantas to go to Mexico yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well we will look at keep an eye out I think it's cool yeah um, yeah so the third yeah, instance of violence okay so yeah this is like she's tried several times to get away from him or to alert somebody without him seeing her alerting them so earlier she tried to send a message to the nice lady um, by mm. like saying oh I'm going to highlight my favourite part in the Dr. Phil book but then <laughs> writing a message but he manages to steal the book back um, when yeah, she's, oh, he took it when she's yeah. unconscious, um, and then sleeping. She, she's sleeping. <laughs> yeah, mm. no, no. Well, when when Rachel oh yes, 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 yeah. not the lady. Um, not the little lady. She was worried um, that the lady was dead. Yeah, because it's yeah. like she's dead, and we were all worried the lady was dead. Mm. Um, but yeah, then she's not, and then she tries to go to the bathroom. She tries to do the sneaking thing, and then she's she that seems to work. have finally like. 
given in. She makes the call. She makes the request. Oh, yeah, the first time she tried to make the request, uh, it got cut off halfway through and she tried to pretend that she was, she was still talking. Acting. Was good. She was acting. And he she was, was watching She was doing traitor person. acting but for me, saw, which I love. But he saw mm. another person uh, having signal issues with the phone. Very so. openly being like, oh, ah, this phone. Oh. Um, so he grabbed it back off her and realized that she was tricking him. Um, so finally she has to make the call. She has to, to give in and get... Uh, the target to change rooms at the hotel um, to fulfill uh, his end of the her end of the bargain, um, but then he refuses to call off his assassin and save her dad. So she's still mm. trying to, you know, mm, do the right to thing. Do. Um, and so she's upset. She's at the end of her like, you know, end her of rope. her tether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she reaches down, and then she sees this pen, and then she like reaches for it, pretending that yeah. she's just feeling sore because she got hit on the head. And it's, well, she, it's had, the she had taken the pen. The, mm. the check of his pen from, from, the, uh, from the boys. Yeah, from the, boy the boys had been doodling, and then he's going like, oh, where's my pen? He's like, I didn't take your pen. It's got a big Frankenstein on it. Yeah, very recognisable pen. It will be important um, for later with how Killian walks. So she distracts him with a uh, little monologue about how she's got the scar from being in like a... Yeah. A knife accident, and she's like, "No, I swore, I would never let that happen again." And then, as everybody stands up, like she waits for the moment when the lights go off, and everyone stands up to collect their bags from the lockers, yeah. and just plunges it into his trachea. Mm. It's a very the classic visceral. pen in the trachea oh. move, which is one of the things they teach you in self-defense class. Well, we were wondering where she was going to stick it no, because no, it's like, like that, that I was the thinking thing. the eye. I was thinking because the eye. eye, it's red eye. Red eye. Yeah. You're like, she's going to get an eyeball. Well, one of the you you can like some people that. When you learn fast first aid, you can learn how to make a tracheotomy with a ballpoint pen. Yeah, that's like something that you learn how to do. Yeah. yeah. And like, yes, yeah, striking the throat makes so a lot of sense. I guess it's her knowing, like, you know, maybe she's first aid trained. She does manage maybe. the hotel. She Could does be. manage the, um, the, the hotel. But yeah, it's a way that she can really incapacitate him without, like, killing him. Yeah. But it was great, though, because it was like she sticks it in and then immediately gets up and scrambles to the yeah, front. Yeah, and goes yeah. like, excuse me, I'm missing my flight. I've got to go keep going. Um, mm. And like leaves her bags, just runs away. And he's choking, but like still scrambling towards her with this tiny little Frankenstein pen sticking out of his throat. And everyone is concerned. Yeah. Um, and but he's yeah, selling great it. Moment. He's like, Definitely oh. the, the highlight moment of the film for me. Oh, it's incredible. <laughs> because then he goes into the bathroom and everyone's like, what's going on? And He pulls it out? Yeah, the doctor is like, oh, don't worry, you've just got the windpipe like that won't affect your vocal cords and so yeah he he's like okay sweet pulls it out and we're like oh and then he pulls a scarf off the uh the mouth the cougar yes um who as he's running past and the scarf trails around her throat like her throat is being cut like both mm. I, I think like we were Visually watching it, great. it was like oh but like no violence is happening, but it's just such a so yeah. well filmed that it's it's shocking. And then for the rest of the film, he's got this red scarf around his <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's oh, suddenly very distinguished. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he's sounding <laughs> like you know he's yeah, like, he's got okay. this absolute like horror monster voice yeah. <laughs> from this point onwards. And he gets kind of messed up with uh, he gets a stiletto in the leg, so he's kind of yeah. We've angling. been noticing that she's been running in heels the entire time, um, but mean... those heels come back. She uses them to stab him. Yeah. It's and it's great. committed. They're all very committed throughout all yeah. this. I wish I didn't get to know more of the people in the plane, but, I, you know, it was yes. enough. It was enough. And so we did watch the, I think, the original theatrical cut. I think there is a longer cut, um, which maybe gives a little bit more time Who to knows? those characters. Mm-hmm. We don't know. I mean, they still didn't really have names. No. So I feel like we... <laughs> Who, are, <laughs> Who are our favourites of those cohort, of the supporting cast? 
in terms of performances or vibe? Because uh, they all are very broad, but in an enjoyable way. Yeah. Mm. Um, I really like the flight attendant because she was giving. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Even one? the way she was the, the older one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like the younger one. She was giving nice vibes, but in terms of just like... Um, as a foil, I liked the mm. older one because she was also so committed to her character. The way she strode with her like hands yeah. in a certain she way, and, her way down oh, the aisle, just and she like... was definitely—I don't know—she was giving me moments when she was like, "Sit down," yes. or when she was yeah. like, "This isn't a motel." There's a moment where um, after the mile high moment she goes up to Killian and she holds up the trash bag and she says trash I want to shout out the um the anti-Karen the kind old the lady the nice old lady oh, she yeah, was she my favorite nice. as well we saw her and then we're like oh no here comes trouble here comes and then another she's Karen. she was lovely she yeah. was just like, like oh well like I really love him I mean she and does the, the, love Dr. Phil so you know she t- yeah. but she's she's never read Dr. Phil book because she's yeah. got this one she's like there's a lot of surveys you've got to answer yeah. about your personality she's, um, she's uh, folksy grand kind of she's sort of also vibes. in Groundhog Day as Mrs. Lancaster oh, like, nice. yeah. like no, a regular character actor she's like a character actor that plays small town grands yeah. Yeah. and I'm like you know she's so, so charming also, and so was... we were very worried she was going to have been killed by yeah. Killian Murphy yeah. glad that she wasn't truly I like, that's what you were saying around, oh gosh has she been killed I, I it didn't make she was like why is she looking at her worried she's just sleeping and then <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, he could have killed her. He could have killed her. Because him. she was blacked out. But, but imagine yeah. having someone dead in your flight. Yeah. Like, that is... Well, that's what... That's, I think it that's, happens all the time. And yeah, you know what? Yes. They put glasses on them, make them look like they're asleep. I think that's good material for red eyes. Yeah. Honestly. I think people... Yeah. Someone needs to die on the plane the next time. Mm. I like the restraint that they had, but next time around, there's got to be bodies on that plane. But also, mm. we are in goofy territory. Let's go goofy. Let's go Let's goofy. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Also, I it, want those tray tables used. Also, yes. it might happen... And also the overhead future, thing. Yeah. It could happen in a future emergency landing. Oh my God, but none none of the things no, fell down. Mass, but we didn't have any none. plane trouble. I know, yeah. We but had there like was turbulence. Okay. Of turbulence. You know what we need? A lot need? of turbulence. We need a criteria for our emergency landing okay. series in terms of like tech or like cross. Mm, so like we a bingo. Yeah, a bingo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't see. We didn't the get any oxygen masks. Oxygen we didn't masks. get any life jackets. No life jackets. Didn't yeah. get any tray, no, tray table drama. There's no yeah. forced landing, you know. I did, mm-hmm. I did like when it was massive turbulence and the lady was still like doing her job, the flight attendant. She was like, peanuts or pretzels. <laughs> like, lady. Yeah, younger, young flight attendant just she like coming along. She should know the rules. She's she, not supposed she to be doing the, that. She is kind of like the opposite of Cynthia, where she's yeah. super competent at her job. She's just like, I have to do I'm my job at all costs. I gotta give them the peanuts. Yeah, the turbulence was off the chain. And yeah. we did get a bathroom sequence, which I feel like, you know, is iconic mm. part of yeah. airplanes. I was confused about the first bathroom sequence where someone like spilled stuff on her was that just for the trailer to make it look clumsy I don't, I don't yeah, get there it was this thing, like, oh so someone to, like, spilled stuff but then she took off her clothes so that we and, could see her scar is that, oh, is that right it? yeah that must be so yeah. we could and see the we scar. thought the scar okay. would have larger significance yeah, yeah. Well, we could talk well, about I, that in yeah, the yeah I thought bananas. that it was a heart surgery scar rather yeah. than a stab wound but scar I but, think, but yeah I think it's around just like she's not gonna be the victim of anyone like, I guess she was yeah. the most horrifying. Yeah, uh, there was moment. more to her, you know. There's yeah. more backstory to yeah. her. I don't know. Um, I also enjoyed surprisingly that little girl, unaccompanied minor. She was yep. giving eye rolls. She's good. Mm. She was giving the she line reading. She tripped Killian Murphy Absolutely. with her bag she was at a, a crucial moment. That was great. In Lisa, Rachel McAdams, Lisa's um, camp. 
Camp. Yeah, yeah. Lisa's name is Lisa. His name is Jack Ripner. <laughs> We're going to come back to that in the yeah. other category. Uh, <laughs> I want to shout out. Maybe it's a little contentious. I really like the music in this because oh, I think it's fun. I knew the lane I, that I liked it, it as in. well. I think, like collectively, the film is asking its extras to go a little bit broader than usual. The it extras knows what it's doing, I and just, the music is yeah. like bombastic. The music to me, I I just felt like it. It seemed quite similar to lots of other films. It, it does. didn't seem but like not... I felt like it's something that if we heard this in a film now, we'd be like, "Oh, they're calling back to it." But think but of the bombs in two thousand and five. Yeah, that's like that's pre bombs. We are not at bombs yet. You no, know? that the I mean, it's not bombs, but it was like boom, like it went to a building. It was like da da da. Like, yeah, but I feel remember like... the very sequence, starting sequence when there's the wallet, and then it's like. Like, and yeah, you're like, oh. I think it was fine, but I feel like this is just kind of what film sounded like 2005. Like, I didn't think but it was it anything rules. particularly crazy. It's good. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's fine, but it wasn't worth shouting out for me. It was kind I of like this is what 2005 film sounded like. I enjoyed it. it I was see fun. you. It's yeah. a bottle for me. Okay. I liked it. It was, it, this is what you come here for. Like, it just added that extra yeah. bit of campiness yeah. for me. Yeah. And you mentioned the extras. Yeah. Extras we had so many overacting extras. They had their own conversations. They they're were having like, chats. Mm. They're rolling their eyes. I they're love going it. like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Also, to name the airlines, Fresh Air. Yeah. Fresh Air. <laughs> and it comes up in the dialogue. It comes up on the side of the plane, yeah. on the counter. We're they really reminded they, of they it. remind it's, us a lot. It's not an Is actual airline. A capsule right? in time, or does this still happen? Phones and planes. Mm. Yeah, because uh, I mean, this is not what? like them using their mobile phones, yeah. to be clear. This is like little phones that are attached to the back of the seat. That Which we sometimes pull. still get, but mostly for like video games and activating movies. Well, like they're not phones, though. Yeah, they're, yeah, not. Those they're, are they're like controls. They're like but basically, it's the like, little like cord that you have to go. Yeah, so basically, the thing that instead of where we would now have a remote control. Yeah. There is a there's a phone a phone that you can swipe your credit card and the credit card and makes, can, can help you make a call call people from the plane crazy but so, I thought we weren't supposed to use our phones it caused interference so I don't know deeply confusing well, this one you can use it but then there's sometimes flights where you can use Wi-Fi I mean in red eyes the, the next across. one it'll be a Wi-Fi flight yes you know. yeah. there needs to be red eyes <laughs> yeah. The time oh. is right, and I think the appetite is here. Yes, yeah. the hunger I mean, for red and eyes. I think this. I think this is one of the big bottles for me. Is just the entertainment factor. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. You, you know, I wouldn't have watched this maybe like five years ago, but now I'm like, let's go, strap me well, in. Well, I think you conceptually, like the, the the locked mystery thing of it, yeah. like the the, the, yeah. the the confined space of it's the plane stuck. is like, there's a killer on the plane with me, yeah, and I've got to get away from him, but also like I can't tell anybody or he's gonna kill people. Mm. Um, it's like a really good sort of like mm. confined space experience. But like, also, it's like, and it's not just like up the tension. It's not like he's gonna kill me with a knife. It's like he wants me to do something. Yeah. Like I appreciate appreciated that we we spent a lot of time with them with the conversations and like navigating like his weird like can i trust this guy is this guy charming or is he weird mm. like i thought all of that not all of that dialogue but some of that dialogue was pretty like yeah it's interesting eerie, and they were playing it to the help yeah it's interesting i mean we'll come back to it's not necessarily a banana but like how much when we know what film we're coming to see mm-hmm. like that kind of misdirect like because i think yeah. in the trailer there yeah. is this which clear is, misdirect again, a r- big which is really funny and great <laughs> we love the trailer but like once you're actually seeing this film does yeah. having that kind of like that sort of misdirect idea of mm. like oh it seems like it's going to be a totally different genre of film still work yeah. where you've had first the opening sequence is so clearly like a thriller opening sequence and then we cut to 
when when Rachel McAdams comes in, like the, the wallet sequence with like, the fish and I stuff. Don't, I don't thrillery. think it's possible to pull or or it'd be a more ambitious film if that pulled it off in terms of like because there's the movie audition um which is like half of it is a rom-com and then you know there's this guy going around meeting this girl it seems cute and then you go back and she has a bag in a room and then the bag moves and you're like oh what the fuck like it turns out it's a horror film Mm. you could do that here but I feel like that's a lot harder to pull off. It's really hard to pull off that thing because, like, you know, you're selling. You want people that want to like that that would like this film to come to see the film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the difficulty. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know if they should have spent quite as much time on that that stuff. Like, I think they could have. I don't mind it. It doesn't. I don't know because it's 85 minutes. Yeah. It's, kinda, it's pulpy. I like the idea that it's like. Hey, this guy, is he nice? I don't know. But I don't know if they were doing that. I felt like they were just trying to be like, oh, we'll trick the audience into thinking he's nice. Which I'm like, we're not tricking us. We know what the film is. You're forgetting, Killian Murphy looks like Killian Murphy. And he's also got a weird hairstyle which maybe was appropriate it was very time. it was a cool it's hairstyle at the time yeah. yeah but i think he's eerie right from the jump and yeah, maybe it's yeah. me projecting it i don't but... mind I, I don't really care about that that much because to me whether it was a rom-com supposedly or not mm. it just hit the pulpy like adrenaline buttons for me that's yeah. all mm. that mattered to me i think it's it's that kind of feeling of like can i trust this guy i think mm. the the trailer Jack Ripner. yeah jackson the trailer is selling a movie that this movie doesn't actually have there's no real like oh my gosh i love this guy it's so funny when i first watched this trailer as a kid i thought this would be a an entry into the stalker genre I mm. thought he was stalking her, like yeah. swim fan or something. He something is, like because that. there's he is still that bit where her. he's like, ah, are you yeah. stalking me? And he's I'm stalking like, her, but not her. not necessarily f- because of her. Yeah. No, it was because it's, it's, of this job. Yeah. I just assumed as a kid, I was like, oh, he's stalking her mm. yeah, yeah. specifically because of her. Yeah, which would also be, you know, it kind of fits with that character. Mm. But if you wanted to do the rom-com swap out you know you cast someone conventionally attractive like ryan i feel like we're being really mean to killian murphy like i don't think he's (laughs) killian murphy is conventional no no he's not he's a very beautiful man yeah Yeah. but i think how he's playing it right from the jump is like weirdly intense i think he's playing it weirdly intense but i don't think it's to do with his face i think it's just to do with how he's acting no yeah like i don't think he's best badly cast as like a handsome guy in a movie i think so but he's an unusual guy but he's He's not he's not as charming as like you would expect so like if say i don't know like jamie dornan would play the role you know yeah i guess it's just but he's got like that Cumberbatch type face, you know? Yeah, yeah. The sort that girls get obsessed by. Sure. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. I'm looking at this Completing from like... the trilogy. Yeah. Cumberbatch, um, Hiddleston. Yeah, Cumberbatch, Hiddleston and Murphy. I, I'm also aware... <laughs> that's my that favourite law firm. Yeah. My also, favourite law firm. Aware, the firm. Yeah. We're also watching <laughs> That's it, the firm. Knowing where it's going to go. Well. A remake of the firm, but it's just yeah. the firm. But I mean, like, we, know, we knew as much going into this film as anybody else that had seen the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, but you know he's gonna. You watch the trailer and it's like, oh, so he's bad. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. So what I'm saying is like, I still felt watching this film like what the filmmaker was trying to do yeah. was do this misdirect thing of being like a oh, rom com at first. Yeah, like yeah. you, yeah, you trust him. You're supposed to trust him. And then it's a twist when you yeah. get down. But, but I'm like, and, that's not gonna work because we've seen the yeah, trailer. Yeah. Mm. So. And, I, mean, I just felt like it was maybe too much too much spent on trying to make that a twist when we didn't need that to be yeah. a twist. We could have gone more heavily into he's sinister. I guess. I guess you but have like, to play with that attraction at first because mm. as Rachel McAdams' character, you're just like, I should have a reason to like kind of trust him a little bit. And like yeah. his action of like yeah. the, the 
there's a jerk who like harasses her and he's like back off buddy oh he harasses he harasses the staff he doesn't harass her sorry yeah yeah, not her um another the the the, the doctor oh oh yeah the doctor is harassing the staff but then he turns on rachel mcadams doesn't he and then killian like well the thing that grabs his arm they're both like defending the the old lady, the, or the, the, lady. the um, air hostess. Right. Okay. Because right. the whole thing is that she can empathise because she works in customer service. I see, I That's see. why he, mm. yeah. Anyway, Killian, like, does this movement around, like, look after the workers, like, back so, off. So, um, it doesn't I think... matter much to me that we know he's going to be evil, but to mm. Rachel McAdams, she has to, she like... She has to have do... some buy-in. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a really key moment around, like, one, we get this, like, kind of intense hand grab where you're like, oh. Because I think you... But you don't know if it's going to be also, bad, yeah. like... Um, you highlighted something that I actually thought was quite, you know, clever in that you said that he is definitely flirting like a guy would flirt. And I was like, yeah, he is kind yeah. of it's trying like to be clever. But yeah, yeah. Mm. And like, I don't know, a weird thing. And like, this is interesting, actually, that you now you're talking about it as seeming like it was going to be a stalker thing. Mm. Like, yeah, the way that his dialogue is kind of written at that first part, like, there's sort of that very weird, like, incelly energy yeah, to yeah. him. And then he has um, this, and the way he's playing it. He has a, a line, like, kind of later on where it's like, don't use your female thinking. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, later on, he's, um, like, got this really weird gendered kind of, mm, like, yeah. way of saying, like, you're using your female, lo- like, emotional brain. you got to use, like, a male logical brain to yeah. solve this problem. Yeah. But it sort of feels like it comes out of nowhere. It's not really connected to the actual issue. Maybe it's been through a couple of drafts. Yeah, it's not like from an earlier draft where yeah. maybe it was more about, like, him being a, a But they did call back guy. to that line, though, mm, later mm. on. Yeah. because so That's why they kept it. They were like, they must have, because they were like, oh, that's great. Yeah. I feel like the reason why you have him as this what is what what organization does he work for we, <laughs> we don't, don't know, know. Um, we don't know this like assassination <laughs> that's definitely in the right yeah, of the side yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, is is it's within the plane but there's stuff that needs to happen outside of the plane but, or else mm. as a stalker you'd just be hounding her and trying to kill her and stuff which yeah just obsessed with yeah her. he like mm. but in this way he needs something from her because of the skill set she has with her job and like, <laughs> just the manager this poor manager i know yeah, yeah yeah which works quite well for me and i don't mind that he's also a little in sally because it, mm. it gives so him a lot to play as well. yeah, yeah yeah anyways should we transition yeah let's do it uh now that i have this new setup i don't have a banana sound effect but maybe i don't for think that we have a bottle sound neither, we've never had a bottle or banana sound i effect. know maybe like a squish like, you know or okay. like a, a pratfall like a <laughs> yeah. slipping on a banana <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So. Um, and then the bottles could be clink. Yeah. <laughs> or nice. like, maybe it'll come back next time. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah. So this, the, the part after we get out of the plane. Not as good. Not as good. Mm. It felt a lot more conventional. It's kind of just, yeah. So like, she's running uh, through the airport for a lot of the it. kind of the whole sort of fun of this concept mm. is that it's confined to the plane. And so it sort of feels like, oh, okay. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. a, it did a get, action film. It did get sillier to me though, because she was literally like hiding in the airport. Behind a magazine at one point. Like, <laughs> oh, it's I like a cartoon. That. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. And, and then just like talking to like uh, patrons of a restaurant. And so yeah. it's like, we are yeah. actually terminal restaurant yeah. chicken. That one was a pretty good like disguise. Yeah. She like pretended to be taking a survey so she could get past oh, people yeah. looking for her. Yeah. Um, I, I don't mind that the team that's trying to assassinate the, um, what's his name? The deputy guy, deputy 
Charles yeah. Keefe. Charles Keefe. They pull out a bazooka. Which oh my god, that was incredible. Out, and they so, blow it up. And the explosion. That was like full cartoon. The this explosion <laughs> that occurs, like, you see, like, the wall, like, it was incredible. impact and, like, implode. And that was I, I've got to say, I realize I don't understand how rocket propelled grenades work or whatever. That, <laughs> but I guess it was uh, maybe it had, like, a homing thing that was connected to that yeah. room. All yeah. I so know is that, that bazooka right. was made by Acme Co. Yeah. You know, it was so <laughs> anyway, like, she manages she's she's driving and talking on the cell phone because it's 2005 and we can still show heroes doing that in a movie um but and she's like calling jamie mays at cynthia uh, glee as we call cynthia her glee and going like hey uh you've got to kind of get him out of the room that he's gonna be attacked he's gonna be attacked and she's so clumsy but, which i think is a bottle personally i kind of like that as a character for cynthia she's like oh gosh i yeah. need to do this i'm so bad at my job but she's Rachel, trying a bit. Rachel yeah, in the airport to me i was just like she stabbed a man in the throat. Why is... And she's running all yeah. over. Why is no one being like, who is this? Like, they're literally acting like this is normal behavior. Who is, sorry? Everyone in the airport. I guess... But they don't they know don't she know. stabbed a man in the yeah, throat. Yeah, but there's, she's still, like, running and kind I, of just, like... Uh, I would have preferred, like, when she's running and he is running full tilt, mm. like uh, a skinny mm. skinny term, Terminator, um, as I coined termy, it. skinny as you Termy, said. yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> skinny little Termy. Like, I thought that was great because he was, was so great. scary. I think they should have localized it to the airport. Yeah. Yeah, the stay airport would have been great. Because it's fine if she outside. lands. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, but we can't go outside of that world. That she goes to a home. I yeah, mean, I, I did like that. Home. Well, she hops on the tram, which I did love. Yeah, More we trams love the airport. Could go to another terminal and yeah. go another exactly. high flight. Like, you know, but then there. she just steals someone's car. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she steals some people's car. Which honestly off. was boss. It was very You know cool. what? She would steal a car. Okay? <laughs> um, yeah, and she goes home to go save her dad. Yeah. And she's oh. calling Jamie Mays at the same time. Yeah. What? Um, what? Her dad, well, he keeps threatening that her dad is being, like, watched by his, like, pet assassin or something. And then when we get the introduction for the pet assassin, the score was, like, <laughs> the score was Peaky Blinders to me. With P-E-K. I don't remember those. P-I Blinders. Yeah. Well. Oh, like, yes. <laughs> yeah, and then we cut back to the dad in the morning, and he's been watching. He's a been sitting on the marathon, couch, the same place the all like, night. Got a bed, Brian Cox. Oh my yeah, God. Um, and just... yeah, so then we have this whole sort of fight through the house, and this is where it becomes full on like final girl horror sequence. It yeah, is pretty it felt fun like a to Halloween me sequence. When mm. he, I thought the the assassin was going to be a bigger obstacle for. But no, um, she just runs into him. She with literally car. just runs him over and kills him, which what? is really funny <laughs> to me as well because it was like a cartoon again. It, he was like um wily coyote like flip-flopping yeah i guess you want to make it about killian so and he's a big bad but yeah. like this guy i actually didn't mind you two laugh that he looked like an accountant i think like a nondescript assassin is is a good idea yeah, that's fine but i guess but that's just, not the type was... of movie that we're in no, yeah. No, yeah i want the cartoons like literally when the black vans came out and the bazooka came out i was we're like, like yes. okay, bazooka film. yeah um, and so she is in this house and she proves herself when Killian turns up extremely capable to just he like is very weak. hand it like, to him. Yeah, he doesn't really manage to get any good blows in, I feel. Yeah. She's and got him with a hockey stick. Like, well, she goes to her like bizarre bedroom. That her Brian childhood Cox bedroom's been sort of kept as a, as a shrine, shrine to her high school self. Like perfectly preserved with toys on the bed. Her pom-poms still hanging up from her, her cheerleader her costume. Her whole uniform, her whole cheerleader outfit. Is like, what is gear, that story? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, she fucking decks him. Like, Oh, I guess her, her backstory, her dad is by himself. 
His dad yes. is, yeah. Yes. Because he's been divorced from his mom. From a yeah, mom of... three years. Yeah. Right. Um, anyways, so, yeah, in the house, it's fine. It's just not it's as just, exciting. It just feels like a classic kind of, like, villains coming to get you in the house and, also, and you're running down the stairs. It doesn't feel very interesting Again, as a villain, Ch- Charlie Cox, sorry, Brian, oh my God, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> um, Brian Cox is literally just, like, lying on the ground. And he could have just... <laughs> Like this, this lady. Has did he, he get a hit? How did he end up on the I ground? I guess he. No, he was like, I want to k- him to see me kill you. I guess. Or like that. But I'm like, but why? Like, I don't know. She's the one you want to punish. So, kill her dad. That's what you've been saying wait, the whole time. So, like, so did the assassin like knock him out? Yeah. 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 Oh. But no, no, no. He, the assassin didn't. As in, um, Kelly Murphy. Murphy did. Yeah. Oh. But like, she's already like embarrassed him like hit him with like the hockey club or whatever and I'm just like you don't have to kill her you know you can just kill her dad your contract is just like make sure that she does this or kill her dad yeah so kill her dad dad. and that would hurt her more than actually killing her I guess it's become personal for him now but yeah Yeah, so kill her dad that's personal yeah that's personal yeah but there is this odd theme around like she's good at her job and he's apparently good at his job. <laughs> but he's not. But he doesn't seem he's to be not. good at his job. But he, he treats it just as a job. He's just like, we gotta we got to do what our bosses say or else we have a shit time. I think that's more interesting when that's happening. Because that's a sort of attitude on the plane. Yeah. Whereas, like, here, like, it's a halfway point. It suddenly becomes like, no, I'm actually evil and I'm yeah. cackling. I I'm did, doing this because I like to see you suffer. I did yeah. miss that cartoon beat. You thought that, um, you know, Brian Cox would be like, her, you know, like he would grab Brian Cox and he would be the bait. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Was, that didn't happen. That like didn't happen. you can make him as bait. You can kill him off because he's a secondary character yeah. that we haven't really known. Like it's fine, film. Like though, I feel like that's too dark for this movie. Yeah. I guess it's too but dark. I feel like but imagine in... if Killian was just like bang, and she's like, ah, and and then he just walks out, and she's like, daddy, and then he's dying, and then she's well, I guess she doesn't mm, really get to do much yeah. afterwards. I yeah. do just love like, the commitment of Killian to this like voice, <gasps> and, and his he's wobble, got his limps, his wobble, he's... and when well, he... he gets he gets stabbed by a stiletto. You can tell yeah. Killian has t- kept track of every blow that his Absolutely. character's been dealt. Yeah. And when he when she like um th- chucks that chair and he just swats it away, yeah, that was good. That's so good. All the action stuff is pretty good. There's it's a, competently done. It's just like, I just don't think it's gets, really... It makes sense logically. Yeah. yeah. He gets one moment where she he really hurts her, where oh, he yeah. throws her down the stairs. And that was visceral. In a mm, very, yeah. like, it's very intense. Like, it's not a she bloody film. She gets thrown down the stairs. It, was, yeah. it felt it real. a visceral film. Although there is one shot of him, like, doing his creepy thing. Yeah. And then Brian Cox is in the ground, and then Rachel McAdams is there. And you think he would, like, catch up to them. Mm. But then when he gets there, Brian Cox is gone. So <laughs> she just moved Brian Cox. <laughs> she, like, rolled him over. Yeah, like, her billion feet. Yeah. yeah. Brian yeah. Cox, a you know. A giant adrenaline heavy burst. Heavy-set man. You know, like, or a large <laughs> yeah. man. You know. Yeah. You gotta... um, meanwhile, in the... Um, hotel just cartoons cartoons are happening well yeah. yeah you see the set of like the demolished hotel from the bazooka and she's like oh gosh Uh-oh. is everything gonna be okay and it's like you save you save a family the, yeah. like, the whole family it's all good chill out it's, don't worry about you, you pulled the fire alarm so everybody yeah. escaped don't worry about good. the fire alarm there was an assassination attempt yeah <laughs> and we we're talking about brian cox like Brian Cox gets to deliver the killing blow to Killian, which I guess is a nice surprise, but... But he doesn't... We're not giving core Brian Cox. No. We're not giving... We're not getting 
the meatiness of Brian Cox. He's yeah. just there. Yeah, and I do just there. And I do think that Rachel needs her like final hero moment. So like mm. maybe he could have come back like <gasps> and then she like boom yeah. with a hockey stick or something. Or even yeah. that final emotional kind of connection with Brian. We yeah. don't see them yeah. interact really. No. They, no. He had it in his contract. He's like, I'm only doing five minutes you know. he didn't yeah. yeah they don't get to have that physical connection yeah, yeah. Hug, you know. the, i yeah. mean i did like her physical connection at the end with, with miss glee with yeah. cynthia yeah. glee well and like, we're gonna be like, all right good we're friends yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a nice. protege she's because like yeah, she i've stand, taken you everything i know she stands up to the karens yeah male and, and female karens by the way yeah. listener yes. and that's a, and that's a very nice like final like final moment around like you know, the customer isn't always right. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, one of my big um, bananas is like, I don't... What is this scheme? Why? I don't get... The scheme is so thin. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, why why, why are we targeting this particular person? This guy, for no... Like, we're not, we don't know why we're targeting this guy. He's sort of vaguely... Why does he need to be in that room? Figure, I guess he's doesn't in seem like a bazooka. major political figure. But that, like, can't you assassinate but, him but, by any say, other means? But, like, the bazooka is... Such a like a very noticeable way to assess it. Yeah. <laughs> bazooka and getting how... fired. That they, they, they and what they did to get the bazooka. Yes, was they put it into this a is fish a clown show. They put, like, it's frozen fish. They put it into fr- a frozen fish case, and then they threw the case in the, in the water. water, and they fished it out on a fishing boat, and we're like, aha, our case. Well, so they knew that they would get searched by the Secret Service I guess. And so they needed it in the bottom of the ocean. ocean. And, but then I guess, how did, like, the the, the Secret Service looked all over the room, and they didn't find whatever was the thing that was the... Oh, right. No, like the room, because like if we think this is how the, the bazooka thing worked. Because it was a it room was, with a window, as I suspect. It was clearly like a homing to that specific place. Was it just yeah. a really good shot, or was there some sort of magnetized no, target can, in there? I think you can do that, my basic knowledge of at least movie bazookas. Yeah. I assume you can do that from the bazooka. Right, so they just had a really good shot. Yeah, I think actual bazookas just operate on point fire and hope for the best but maybe it's there is a homing too element I don't know. For me, it's such a, it like, looked like it was a homing rocket it so curved like, around and went straight you, to the right place but not only are you killing the family it almost didn't matter that his his like family was moved to that room because you were going to be killing lots of different yeah hotel guests anyway. yeah yeah it's so I yeah I don't understand why I don't understand why this the room particular, situation the room like situation the, the victim one. what was their big grudge against this person yeah, what organization yeah. is it like who's yeah, the boss the who's in charge yeah. like who's yeah. paying um, like what, what like what does that man yeah. stand for that they yeah. can't accept and also just the plan to like. Their big plan is to uh, manipulate this hotel manager. To putting him into the... But the thing as well is that, like, the reason that it's a big thing for her to move him to this room is that he always stays in the same room, which they were aware of, which is why they kidnapped her, basically, admitted it. But I'm like, if they know he always stays in the same room, then I feel like as an assassin, you've got a really great in. Yeah, exactly. Which is the room that he always stays in. Why don't you just target that room? My thinking, I guess, is that room is really secure. But they don't come up. They don't say that. And it's like, how secure can a hotel... Tell it's a hotel me. room. Like it's not like it's not metal his private walls. penthouse. Like, like it's I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny to it's me. And wild. also, I thought the wallet 
Chekhov's wallet oh. was the wallet come, did not come back. It really did not. I, it came back briefly, like mid, you know, first act. It's like literally one it of was the first shots <laughs> that we see. Maybe the first. Yeah. Well, it's basically used so that Killian Murphy can prove that He's he JR, has actually yeah. gone to Dad's house and yeah. like because you know because they have a, the same initials. It's a black wallet with yeah JR on. Well, it. that's that, that's not really what he's trying to prove. No, it's just how he can get away with, ha- with yeah, holding with it. Having it. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's just trying to use it basically just as like here's also, the proof that wait, I've got your dad. Star, I'm a security person. I don't care if your wallet says JR. Also, there's photo or... ID of a different guy inside. <laughs> that's the what thing. do you mean? When, like, when I saw the wallet, I'm like, oh, her dad must be like CIA or something. Yeah, shit. like he's the big no. target. He's the dad isn't even the big target. The dad he's, just he's just a guy. He's just a guy. I'm like, why did Brian Cox take this role? Yeah. Like he's billed as and Brian Cox, so you expect like so oh, he'll get thing. a big scene. No, like, no Keith, scenes for him. Keith and the dad could have just. I don't. I don't get it. Uh, I don't get it's such a weird. They didn't plotting. have vision. They didn't know that Logan Roy well, was in his Speaking future. of, I mean, why did she have so much loyalty to Charles Keith? <laughs> I thought they had like a special relationship with it. I thought it was sexual at first, but also I was just like, <laughs> no. she spends like two thirds of her red eye flight just being like, no, no, no. You can't you. possibly kill Charles Keith. He's, He's a good a man. man. But yeah. then I was like, did she like? Did he save her life? Like, did he pay for happened? the heart? Well, surgery we that clearly the scar hot, came yeah. from yeah. Like, we no, thought it was connected to the heart she just thing. likes him as a nice customer and, she and also politicians bad. you can't trust oh my god yeah. I mean if he'd said earlier we're going to kill him and all of his family including his small children maybe that would have made more sense but... yeah yeah because she makes the call and then she's like wait you're going to kill the family too I mean she does know him because you know like he always stays at the, yeah. the Lux they Atlantic know of each other but yeah. like Make it a little deeper, I think. It's like it should be like Sophie's choice, like your dad yeah. or this person who saved your life, as opposed to this dad and some, some guy. Some guy, he's a nice customer. You like yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I'm going to say back to names. Um, what, the, what am I doing? Oh, I just want the audience to be able to hear you properly and your hands are obscuring your mouth. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do the obscure. <sighs> I can yeah. object. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was going to say, talking about names, uh, we haven't discussed Jackson Ripner. Oh, Ripner. of course. Which, why, why? Well, he says his parents had a sense of humour. But, no, but it's like... But no, their so last name is Ripner. All, and so they all it him. was for, like, you know, for this little section of the script where the writer was like, Jack, my name is um, Jackson, I haven't been called Jack since I was 10. And then she's like, why is that? And he's like, he's like my surname is Ripner. Ripner. Jack Ripner. And, and then she's like, Jack. The... Oh. And I'm like, okay, that payoff is not Nothing. great. But, but it's like such a stupid name. It's so bad. It's so, <laughs> so silly. It's so and it's such a like hack, it's, like it's sinister name. Fun. It's kind of yeah, it's kind of I don't around. fully hate it, but it's but, like also hack. But it's just such a weird <laughs> choice. Also, it kind of like... It's like it, he was destined to be like, this person. But it's like, that links back to... I think it was Lucas that said that he saw this the trailer where he had the the red, the mm. iTunes red and he thought it was about how he was a vampire. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Jack Ripner as a name belongs in a supernatural film, in which yeah. it turns out he has glowing red eyes because he's a supernatural killer. Yeah. Well, I mean, I... Jack Jack Ripner kind of lends, if it's referring to Jack the, Rip, the Ripper, who like... You know, killed sex I, workers and like yeah. very misogynistic crimes. I guess it, it Back also, to the stalker. Back to yeah. the stalker. It is. I guess yeah. it makes you know the 
the flirting a little bit dangerous, you know? So you're like, mm. you know? By that point. But at that point, we're all, we already know he's a I know, baddie. I know. But like for her, so like there are clues. But, you know, I'm just giving, I'm just giving yeah, the screenwriter some, some leeway. Of the doubt. What was, where's the yikes moment? So it's like. Jack the Ripper moment. It, it, it was in the in the trailer where he says like I'm here because of you. Because of you, that's the biggest like whoa. Yeah. Where he, she kind of like. But before but he, that, he when he talks about like, Jack Ripner, he's you're like not stalking me. Are you? We get that one. No, but before that, one? when he's talking about his name, she's like, oh, like oh, your parents yeah. must have had a sense of humor. He's like, ah, they did before I killed them, and yeah. she's that's like, right. ha, what a good joke. Yeah. Well, no, she's like. Kind of weird. She's like, kind of like it's a weird, but like <laughs> yeah. That's still, it's just like oh, he's uh, joking. Okay. He's trying to make me laugh. Why being, being dark and edgy? Why? But it was but he also, line of flirting. But he also performed wild. it not in a jokey way at all. Yeah, like he yeah. performed it in a very sinister way. And that's why I love this performance. But I don't understand why she'd be like, I wanna. Well, by that point, I guess she just finds her seat and it's next to him. Yeah. Mm. And he's like, oh, I don't really kind of like this vibe now. Yeah. And then he's like, ah. I'm here for you. Well, he was very, you know, talkative. And he was questioning a lot about her dad. Mm. But he was just like, honestly, the horror is, is your seatmate talking a lot. Because he, yeah. wait, like, he waits. Like, that's the real horror. Yeah. He waits until the plane. On the plane. I'm like, I just want to listen yeah. to my podcast. Because at first you're like, oh, he's talking to distract her from the horrendous turbulence. Yeah. Because yeah. she said she's very scared of flying. And here I also thought, still in this section, I thought her dad was a big deal. Mm. Because he kept talking about him. And I was like, oh, he must be like. What is the I dad? Think the thing, I think something. the thing about the, the, the misdirect stuff of like, is he nice or is he a bad guy? Yeah. Is that I feel like there were two different things at work. Yeah. Like I feel like the writers had written it like they wanted it to be a misdirect and it to be a reveal. Mm. But Killian Murphy was playing it really evil the whole time. Yeah. So he knew what film he was he, in. But yeah, he knew what film he was in. But he was playing it evil. But I feel like actually that makes the script kind of just feel weird because it's like her responses don't feel mm. re- like real. Yeah. Whereas like if because I can see those lines coming across like it you know with somebody playing them and not necessarily because of Killian Murphy's acting abilities I think just his choices yeah. he plays it in a sinister way mm. like slightly sinister way um, but I think you could play it in like a charming way a charming way oh, so yeah. that you you know like that, that that way there is this misdirect moment of like oh it turns out that he was evil the whole time but like I, I think that yeah the way that it's currently sort of performed doesn't quite work with the, yeah. the script I feel like yeah I don't know you incited the Cumberbatch before. Mm. I'd really love to see him take on a role like this again. Because in oh Atonement... God. Oh my God. He plays the Cumber- chocolate um, pedophile guy where he's like... The chocolate yeah. pedophile. I know like, exactly who you mean, but it's such a funny... Like, he plays a tiny him. role who... He's so creepy. ...abuses yeah. a child and he says... Wait, in Atonement? Yeah. Been he's with Juno Temple, yeah? Yeah. 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 And he yeah. says, you have to bite it. Mm. Bite it. And he's talking about chocolate. I'd love to see him play like creepy and like. But that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. In Red Eyes, Cumberbatch, Hiddleston, and Murphy. Oh, yeah. I see. You're saying all, all three. three of them. <laughs> yeah. Three creepos you have to <laughs> navigate. Ah. Oh. Wow. One of them's the pilot. Yeah, it's like the, one, one, of them's, the pilot. one of them's her boyfriend. And we're finally on like a, 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 a plane Maybe that's Tom's... got three seats. Yeah. So like one's on either side of her. Yeah. She's in the middle seat. Yeah. And what, if, like... what if Tom Hiddleston is the boyfriend? So Tom Hiddleston's and the boyfriend. And we think he's nice. Benedict Cumberbatch is in the, the Killian Murphy role. And then it's revealed halfway through. Killian, Killian Murphy's alive and he's driving the plane. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Because yeah. the pilot is... I was thinking about this when thinking about my... Because Pilot, force, you would trust. Force Landing series, yeah. It's always... Yeah, so maybe it has to be Benedict who's on the... F- who has the pilot and Killian's back. 
but no, he's I want not the, the reveal. Only enemy. I want the reveal. Yeah. I want them to go. Like she's like, I've got to talk to the pilot. I've got to talk to the pilot, and then like opens the door, and then he turns around like. Because we've ah, talked ah, about yeah. hottest roles. I think most trusted role pilot, pilot. is up there. Oh yeah, it's up there. Doctors, well, depends. Mm, I think depends. They're, it's they're, doctors. You're like depends on the doctor. They've kind of been. It's been a besmirched a little bit, but mm. pilots. It's like they get you where you're going. Like yeah, and yeah. again. In Catch Me If You Can, he is He's a, pilot. a pilot. He's a pilot and a doctor. Yeah, yeah. trustworthy. A pilot con one. man. Yeah, like yeah. what a what a combo. Are there any more bananas for this film? Like, I mean, I think in, in general the script is functional. Yeah, like yeah, it's not anything special. Yeah, and, <laughs> and there are some big sort of lines. I like that it moves at a at a clip. We're just getting through it, but I would like to spend a little bit more time, like just know a little bit more with these characters. Not spend a bit more time, but just like tiny bit more context mm. around organizations well yeah like we've sort of pointed out there's all of these things that are kind of not expl- explained about anybody yeah um, um and build that relationship with her dad because i'm like i think we were told oh it's a dad she cares about him but he yeah. only gets one moment where we're he projecting a lot about her dad because of i guess she- also, there was the p- subplot where she lost her grandma <laughs> like i guess no that the whole reason that she's like having to fly Dallas, back yeah, yeah, is yeah. that she was there mm. for her grandma's funeral. So, so she's like just lost, lost her. Yeah. Right. yeah so she's I mean, flying back to Miami like oh, after yeah. being at her grandma's funeral. Yeah, we weren't shown their relationship. Oh. Yeah. So is that why the dad was sleeping on the couch? What? No. no. Well, he's in Miami. Oh, wait. So why? It's his mum's Oh, the so mom's she's mom. been to the funeral. Yeah. Yeah. He oh. didn't go to the funeral. Yeah. Why? Because they're divorced. It would be weird. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, actually, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, it maybe it's really acrimonious. To, I don't honestly, know. to me, it wouldn't be rich because they were made for thirty-two years. I know it's kind of but, weird that he wasn't there, but like you, you know, know. <laughs> maybe maybe it's a really bitter divorce. Yeah, like, they don't want to see each other. Yeah. Any other bananas? Oh, I we set up all of these flight characters, and maybe this is solved in the extended cut. I don't know. I don't but think so. They're not. Maybe. I mean, I'll, I'll look into seeing afterwards. I'm not like, going to watch it. I'm not going to watch the whole thing, <laughs> but I'm going to I'm going to see what are the additional bits. Maybe okay. I'll do that. But like. In this version, um, we didn't see them paid off all that much. Like everybody has really like one thing them. they do. Yeah, they're not really characters. characters they're, they're just kind really, of like function. They have yeah. functions in in the. In There's the a film. reason why they're referred to as blonde woman, nice lady. Yeah. They know, don't have names. They don't have <laughs> names, and it would have been nice more to make it a bit more of an ensemble film. And I think if this yeah. was a film that was more sort of located on the plane, mm. had a bit more twists and turns happening amongst the More plane the, shit. The plane. That's, that's, um, yeah. Then maybe mm. we'd have a bit more room to explore those characters rather than making it half the plane and then yeah. a good half of it not on the plane. Uh, I'm trying to find out these scenes, but all of them are clips and I don't just want to play the clips. Don't. So, um... We'll yeah. just do that off, off air, James. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm curious to know more, like the the full red eye mythos. But um, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll we'll just have, have to, to wait for the... red eyes, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else that we have to discuss? I don't think so. I, I think, think it's um, time. Yeah. All right. So it's time for bag or boots. Who wants to go first? It's a bag team. What a <laughs> load of fun! Like, <laughs> sure, that third act is like. Not quite up to par with the rest of the film, but this thing moves like a 
fucking like a plane like a boeing 747 it's a red eye in yeah. my head it's, a- it's it's gone fast and <laughs> red eyes which are faster according to me yeah, yeah. iconically <laughs> to me yeah it's the bullet train of planes um bullet plane bullet plane, <laughs> bullet plane. where is that movie, where is that movie? <laughs> um so we got two great performances like uh, we're like a believable protagonist that we care for that we root for also they have a good chemistry they have great like chemistry a good we victim villain chemistry yeah. yeah um and and Killian, like this is like i love him as the scarecrow but i i don't know if it's his this most is iconic role to me really up there like yeah. this very is very iconic iconic like nasty nasty man and i'm sure his motivations aren't clear but he's having so much fun oh my god Snakes on a plane? Is that part of our genre? Oh, I definitely. think so, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I mean, I can read you the full list, but I just don't want to No, 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 we don't want to accidentally yeah. read it off here. Read it off here. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, why did I not see this? This is another banger of Wes Craven. So if you've ever avoided it because you, you know, think it's middling, like, this is Look, good. I'd say this is a flawed film. And, you know, yeah. obviously it's here on mixed bag. We don't go in here for absolutely stone yeah. cold classics most yeah. of the time. But this is definitely still a bag for me as well, I would say. This is like, mm. you know, it's 85 minutes or something. It's like yeah. short We ads. love that. That is a huge um, and deal. And it's just, you know, like watching a, a battle of, you know. Battle of wills. Battle of wills on a plane. Like there is, you know. With like some great violence. Plane antics, plane fights. Yeah. Um, yeah. That plane combat headbutt oh. is... That's, that's, that's a worth game it for that moment alone. We yelped. <laughs> Imagine um, seeing that in the cinema in imagine, 2005. Yes. You headbutted Rachel McAdams. That's not allowed. But yeah. it is. It happens. Um, it does. Well, it, it's, <laughs> it still film. shouldn't be allowed. These the things don't, happen. Don't headbutt um, Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Or is it a header? A header. Oh, callback. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's not perfect, but I think it's generally like just a sort of solid film. Mm. Like it's a solid film. I'd like to see it pushed further with yeah, the plane absolutely. bottle the concept, episode absolutely. thing. Like try to really kind of keep it in, in the plane. Mm, keep yeah. it in the plane. And like, I'd like to see red eyes. Yeah. Sorry, carry on. I'd like to see, you know, Kelly Murphy have red eyes. That was sold to me in the trailer. Didn't I want happen. some some wings yes. on the plane action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely in red eyes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, this was this is bag for me. Yeah, same. I mean, honestly, this was just pure entertainment. Like, obviously, <laughs> it kind of like loses a little bit of the charm once it gets off the plane. But even that was pretty entertaining. Like, it's just pure like popcorn cinema Mm. and like i don't really see many of these films getting made these days so let's start it with red eyes shall we um it clips along again 86 minutes perfect length of a film Mm. that is a perfect length of a film so keep 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 moving them keep doing them and keep making them and this was yeah i just had a hell of a time it was so enjoyable it was broad it was campy it was uh batshit it was so stupid but very very fucking entertaining yeah. honestly incredible banger up there with Bang. the meg yeah yeah oh my god to us not for cats yeah. the better, meg 2 is coming us, so, we, will, we will be seeing the meg 2 wild sure. wild sequels can happen yeah. i also yeah. hear um hijack with idris alba which isn't a movie so we won't cover it but like i hear that miniseries is like trashy fun in a hijack situation on a plane so yeah maybe right. that'll be Ooh, it's a bag for us yes a bag for um for red eye and all that crinkling sound of things getting put in the bag yes that... um charlie is putting the movie into the bag <laughs> that... 
Yeah. <laughs> I should I should get a, a Zoom microphone and yeah. record that. I wasn't sure what that sound was. I was like, is that a sound effect? Is that one final reveal for our yeah. season two sound effects? No, it's not. Well, there you go. Um, I didn't even know that we were in a new season, but yeah, we are. Welcome to season. this new world. Yeah, maybe there's more surprises on the horizon. We'll see. Um, but yeah, and our first in the um, emergency landing series. <laughs> Non-sequential. Yeah, who knows when it's going to come back again. Who knows when it will end. Yeah. I'm not crazy about emergency landing. Oh, yeah, we can probably we can workshop. punch it up. But yeah. I thought yeah. the film lands, you yeah. know. Well, yeah, okay. Planes, yeah. trains, and automobiles. Next oh, yeah. May Day. Next mm. May Day? Could be. I think you need, you need plane in there, though, don't you? Mm. May Day is what you say when planes are full of crashing. Next May Wait, Day. we'll take it off pod. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll discuss. Um, can you can you follow us? us on Mixbag Pod, on Mixbag Podcast, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or contact us at mixbagcontact at gmail.com. But for now, that's, that's a wrap. You like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.